Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure. Run fast on raw dog. Serious XM comedy hits. Channel 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ All year Shelby and Vito told us that they were going to get their stand online and get tickets for SNL so they could talk about the experience and now because it's going to rain they're not doing it Now luckily they can do it next year because tonight's the last episode of the season We have something to look forward to at least Mm. Rain doesn't bother me. I feel like a Sasquatch or a fucking wild animal in that sense. Like, I hate umbrellas. Like, I refuse to carry an umbrella even if it's pouring out. Screw it. It's not worth it. I'll get a little wet. So you think of yourself as a wild animal ready to be soaked to the bone rather than a civilized human being who does their best to keep the elements off them. I hate umbrellas. I can't stand hate? them. I hate having A, I hate having to carry them after you're not after you're done using them. And I just don't I don't like li- a walking stick. Like you're a gentleman with a walking stick. I'd rather just have a walking stick. And even then I'd probably well, get tired of keep it. You dry. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm done with them, man. You're done with them. You don't even have one. This has nothing you've hijacked Shelby's fucking failure. Which, Shelby, you were dying to see what the experience was like to get SNL tickets. When you know we could have just got you SNL tickets any time we want by making a call. But you wanted to do the sleep out. You were going to write it up for the iBang. And you've completely, and I don't know whether you've ever heard this remark before, but you've Shelbyed this. Yeah. It went over there and it's a really long line. Apparently Andy Samberg has a ton of fans out there. No, apparently everybody thinks the same thing as you. Oh my God, it's the last of the season. I got to go. Um, this rain that's supposed to be coming is going to fucking Noah's Ark rain. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey. Yeah. Who are these pussies that wouldn't wait in line? Shelby. Uh, I just wanted to say my wife and I went through that, and it was a real great experience waiting out out in line all night on the sidewalk. And, yeah, people were bringing tents and shit, and it was... Shelby's talked about this for four fucking months. He's like, I'm going to take pictures, I'm going to interview people, I'll put it all up on the iBag, this is going to be amazing. 
And then, like, you know, two months ago, like, what? All right, what do we got for the show? Well, I'm going to be doing that thing later where I sleep on, outside for SNL tickets. Vito's going to be with me. To protect him, really. No, he's like, it's impossible. We would have had to already been out there by now. <laughs> Hello, sir. There's two fucking things that are going on right. One guy, not good for his word, Shelby. The other guy, can't stay fucking dry. <laughs> I don't mind not staying dry. Like Andrew WK, I get wet. <laughs> You're the only one left quoting that guy. You're the last person quoting Andrew WK. Uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, uh, the Rainmaker is going to be here. Griffin Dunn. He's got a movie out that I saw. Wasn't expecting too much. Turns out to be a fantastic little film. But it's about something else near and dear to Shelby's heart. The Oregon Trail. Which is another thing. When you're, like, have downtime around here, Shelby will just start talking about the Oregon Trail. Look, they came in covered wagons across the country. It's a, it's a big deal. A lot of people did. Appar- a lot of people went across the country. They just did it first with an Indian chick. Apparently, like, growing up in Oregon, I just figured, like, hey, everybody has, like, a year where all they learn about is the Oregon Trail, but apparently it's just part of the Northwest curriculum. Yeah, we just more or less got a chapter on it. Yeah, there's like 25 minutes to spend on the Oregon Trail. We have activities. Uh, do you hear uh, how he says the name of your home uh, state? Makes me sick. Oregon. Doesn't it make you not? Oregon. 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 Why would you say it like the people who live there? I'm going to say it like how I say it. It's, Oregon. It's an Oregon like your kidney. It's not Florida or Idaho. Florida's Florida is, a... is fucking amazing rappers. <laughs> I put him up there with Mac Jones, motherfucker. <laughs> Mac Jones. What about Mike Jones is doing? Um... But you know how people up here say that? They say Florida. You live down there in Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah. I remember learning about the Oregon Trail. We had to, like, write letters, like, in the sense of, like, we were acting as Oregon Trail travelers. And it's then- what this movie is about. It's literally these people go out there and start LARPing <laughs> on walking along and, like, using muskets and shit. And my teacher had the great idea of, oh, we're going to take these letters and I'm going to, like, kind of burn them a little bit so they look like they're old-timey letters and we'll put them on the bulletin board. And during PTA meetings, it'll look look great. And I guess she, like, took them home and apparently uh, not... Not experienced in singeing things and like burned half her house down, trying to like burn all these pieces of paper to make them look like they were from like the 1840s. They didn't used to burn their letters back then anyway. <laughs> I don't know why she said they thought they. Look, Fez thought that was so good he turned on his mic to laugh. Well, it sounds like she was trying to shoot a Ken Burns documentary. Only if something horrible happened would the fucking letters going home be burned. Or they wouldn't. They wouldn't be burned. If There's Indians- no situation where they didn't even have enough fire to go around burning fucking paper. I guess she just wanted to make it seem like they were old, but you can't just like lightly burn a piece of paper. It'll all know, just go up. I know she was your favorite teacher of all time, but let me tell you something. She was a whore and a slut. She got exactly what was coming to her. Fuck her. Um, here's uh, Jason in Detroit. Hey, Ron and Fez and Pep. Hey, Shelby, I finally saw a picture of you holding that, uh, the Barney. And uh, just a question. Is Steve Buscemi your dad? Is who? Steve Buscemi. Steve I wish. Buscemi. 
Great, no, great character Everything's actor. being fucking mispronounced today. <laughs> I'm going to say Griffin Dune is coming in here in a couple of minutes. And the Ronan Fives at show. Nice. That's good. Way to fucking turn it back on these pricks. Um, so that's coming up. Hey, by the way, Shelby, I know you're my comedy nerd and you check out everything comedy online. What is a... What's gotten more heat now? Uh, Louis's fat metaphor with the fat girl... Or is there something wrong with Louis's daughter? Because wherever I go, I'm seeing both. It's the fat woman, but I, she wasn't that fat. No. Which kind of like I'm not like if it was like a Melissa McCarthy sized woman, I'd get it. But. She she was fat for L.A. Yeah. But anywhere else, you know, what I mean, she'd be the hot chick. If you're in the middle of the country. Believe me, if we were in Old Missouri, that girl would probably end up being prom queen. <laughs> On the St. Louis Cardinals swimsuit calendar. Well, here's the thing about that, too. She was, like, really fun and fucking yeah. cool. And then the second he spent any alone time with her, that shit came out. And I would just be like, no, this is the person <laughs> I don't like. The one preaching to me and making me take on all the men pain. But the thing with the kid, not knowing whether she was asleep or awake, that fucking weirded me out more than anything else all night. I was scared, like watching that little girl be so so weird, so crazy, and like maybe. And then I started thinking, maybe she is fucking asleep. Is this? Well, what do you do if you find out one of your kids is, starts becoming? I'm going to throw out psychotic because I don't know all the correct terms to use. And if anyone is even like has an OCD, I call them psychotic. Like you're a psychotic lunatic. Stop fucking counting goddamn tiles, you moron. I would just I would just get annoyed, especially if I was living in New York City, because I don't have time for this shit. I gotta catch a subway, I gotta train you to not jump off this subway now. Come it was on. scary, man. It was sc- I mean, just imagine you have a kid and then your kid isn't right. And by, by the way, the other funny thing is Right away, Louie's not with the fat girl again. He's off with this kind of hot fucking Russian or whatever. And you're like, yeah, after all that, all yeah. she got was a handhold? That's it. And she, well, she got to walk down a pier. That, that's you know more than yeah. she could ever hope for. You know what? He should have just said, look, I got a fun game for us. It's called Bang Bang. <laughs> you look like you're up for it. <laughs> Let me get a hold of Robert Kelly, and we're going to fucking see if we can eat three meals in a row. Now that we got you part of our Bang Bang team. Um... But what would you do if you had a kid that didn't know the difference between awake and asleep? That would be terrifying. Would you have to go pills to to make them? Have you ever had a situation, because it shows up sometimes like in movies where people go, am I dreaming right now? Am I asleep? Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. yeah, That happens all the time. I have such vivid dreams. No, but when you're awake, do you think you're dreaming? Oh, Not when, was, when you're dreaming that you think you're awake. You expect to be stupid when you're asleep. <laughs> but when you're awake and you think maybe I'm just dreaming, I would shoot myself in the head if I thought something like that. It happened once when I was playing a Little League in um, in fucking whatever. I was like 10 years old or something. I thought the game I was in was... I like I, I, I It's fucking reality, obviously, but at the no, time... <laughs> not to you, is it? I was like, this is the greatest dream. I've been, to, I've been to this park before. Oh my God, you're fucking kidding me, right? I'm not fucking with you. Wow. I swear to we we fucking roll... Like the entire time we went to some new field or whatever in my CYO League... And I thought I've been here before. This is crazy. I can't oh, believe you this. Had is a little mini story. You had deja vu. Pro- yeah, and I felt like this is a dream. I'm. This can't be happening in real life. Now, how long did you find out that you were awake? Just dumb. Uh, most of the day. 
Until like I got back That's, with my This is scary to me. Until I got back with my my dad after the after the actual game. For me one time I saw a fucking cat walk by me, right? Yeah. And then a second later the same cat. And then right after that all my friends and I, we had to start fucking... We went over, and the windows were bricked up. We just had to start fucking shooting. And this other dude that was a friend of ours, um, Joey Pants, yeah. he had fucking betrayed us. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you knew Joey and Pants. that's when Larry Fishburne was captured. Did Mouse make it out all right? How did you even fucking know about Mouse, my old friend? Wait, am I dreaming right now? <laughs> I have dreams where, like, if I do something, like, a lot... In real life, like repetitive, I'll start dreaming about that, and then something like kind of fucked up, where I can't control it, will happen in the dream, and then I'll wake up just thinking, "Oh man, I really fucked that thing." I can't Wait. imagine your sick fucking weird dreams. <laughs> Wait, that what am I? Why am I freaking out? It's the middle of the night. Look, right, it's dark in here. It's because you're killing a male prostitute. <laughs> Or a male man. I woke up depressed last night because I took a nap and I woke up depressed just fucking remembering my real life. <laughs> like, oh my God, I forgot I work with those guys. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, this movie, The Discoverers, Griffin Dunn, uh, it comes out in New York City today. Los Angeles. Next, in two weeks. So they're kind of rolling this out old school, slow, yeah. huh? Yeah. But... I want you to go see it, Shelby, because it's the Oregon Trail. It's your fucking life. The life that you were meant to live. And you wrote letters to them, like, I hope you're comfortable in the trail. (coughs) Hope you're not starving to death or dying from dysentery. I hope you're not beating your fucking slave York too much. (laughs) Hope you're beating him just enough so that he knows his place. That's another part of the movie. There's a slave one out there, never got any credit. (sighs) Blows for that slave. Yeah. Who names this fucking slave York? That's like an English dandy name. Yeah. Or Shakespeare. <laughs> Some shitty name Shakespeare would come up with. I mean that guy in 12 Years a Slave, Platt. <laughs> Platt! Everyone goes back to 12 Years a Slave. You ever notice that? Roots every, is totally forgotten. Every fucking day, someone brings up 12 Years a Slave. Like, it did come out eight months ago. He was a slave for 12 years, you see. Huh. I, I get it. I haven't even watched you know it what? yet. You know what would be worse? Lifetime a Slave. That would be the really fucking big movie. <laughs> this movie's a downer. I guess he just lives his life and dies uh, on a plantation. I've also said that yesterday. I saw that fucking 12 Years a Slave. It changed everything for me. Why? <laughs> Who was ever positive about slaves? Oh, I know, that fucking rancher. He knows better, though. Now, when you lived in Oregon, right? You have beaches? Yes, the but Oregon coast. But you can't swim in them. Oh, yeah, it is freezing. And the beaches... So that's not a beach to me. And the beaches, like, I see people, like, you know, they're running around, and, like, like you see them on TV movies. You can't really do that. There's just all, like, just, like, rocks and kind of wood that's on the beaches. That's not fucking beach. That's, that's fucking Maine. That's a cliff. Was there seals up there and shit? There are seals. You stay away from them. Gooey ducks? The gooey ducks there? Is that a made-up word? Or? No, it's it's like a fucking giant clam. In the I, saw, yeah, I saw that on... I forget what the fuck. Maybe it was... I don't know. It was one of the cooking shows. Yeah. And when I dug up these fucking clams, and they're just like dressed, trying to dress so warm. They're on the beach in the summer. And then they're just making this giant fucking clam soup. It clams about as big as your head. It looked disgusting. Oh, they're the most... I'm fucking cherry stone. Give me a little fucking clam. Yeah, the gooey duck is the most horrifying looking of all the clams. It I... looks like a giant vagina. 
love. That's no fucking beach. That's Haystack Rock. That's fucking Haystack Calhoun is what it is. <laughs> but you can't do those like, uh, it's like when you're laying down, but it's like the three-wheel bike, you know those? Yeah. You can ride those up and down the beach. That's you know what I would fun. do? I'd get my three-wheel bike and I'd take some fucking dynamite out there and I'd blow that thing to shit. <laughs> you couldn't see jellyfish anymore. Jellyfish God, what did you used to say all the time to your parents? Let's move? Let's go see the jellyfish again. How fucking far are we from Wildwood? I like to go down, go on a fucking roller coaster, and then go in the water for a half an hour. Then get out, have some water ice and a slice. You know, relax a little bit. You didn't have any of that. You just had the Oregon Trail textbook going over that over and over again. Now, could in these wild... You know what those guys did at the end of the Oregon Trail? That's it? That big fucking rock? Let's get out of here. Let's take our slave and our fucking hot Indian chick and head back to North Carolina. <laughs> what, a, what a letdown. Burn all these letters just on the edges. Now, when you would swim in Wildwood, you could just have a swimsuit on. You didn't have to have, like, two wetsuits. First of all, I didn't put on a fucking swimsuit because I wasn't a goddamn girl in the 1930s. What <laughs> 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 fucking... Yes, you don't put on wetsuits. You gotta do that in Oregon. Um, Tony, you're on the run of show. Hey, the, uh, that gooey duck, uh, that was one of the episodes of Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. I guarantee you I didn't watch a Dirty Job episode. I don't want to see a man oh, up to his bad. armpits and fucking shit why he lies about being able to fix things. Later, I'd like to do a truck commercial. No problem, Mike Rowe. You gotta stay tough. <laughs> it's just fucking turning a key. He stays, t- he stays tough with his fucking reality TV show. Before that, he was on PM Magazine. (laughs) Anyway, so you're going to love this movie. It's got everything you love in it. Take me back. That's where you're at. You're happiest, right? Living in Portland? Yep. You were there in the 90s, right? Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't... Yeah, my uh, single-digit years. Sure. Wasn't really experiencing the weirdness. Everywhere you go is weirdness, kid. You're the creepiest little fucker I've ever seen in my life. I had to fucking pay you to haunt a house. <laughs> Just have him come walking down the stairs. <laughs> fucking translucent. Can't put on that weight. I like that you're wearing white on white today. You got a white t-shirt with a white fucking shirt. That weirded me out that you came in with like a white t-shirt or, and a white button-down shirt. I'm the new Diddy. What happened to your North Face? I fucking miss it now. <laughs> I miss the fucking smell. You don't know what you got till it's gone. That's true. That's true, Joni Mitchell. Where's Griffin? Is that still fucking happening? Yeah, it should be happening in, in a... Seven minutes. Wow, we're down to that fucking tight with things, huh? <laughs> That's what I got from booking. I'm just doing some addition. Nice. I'm working all out of my head. You're, you're asleep right now, just like that fucking time you went to play ball. Holy shit. That's so weird that you actually did that, because when that little girl did that on that show... That fucking weirded me out to death, and I'm like, no one ever did that. It's a fucking totally bizarre feeling. I, I remember it incredibly clearly. Ugh. Yeah. Weird childhood, but you do have basic math skills. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, New York public school system. 
on PS325. 166, thank you. Is that where you went? Yeah. Is that where you got your kicks? <laughs> Tony D, what's up, buddy? Hey, that episode, uh, that was an episode of Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. Oh, my God. What's the point of having a fucking phone screener if they can't screen out little lunatics? Now I feel like an asshole if you're even bringing up the Now I feel like I'm fucking dreaming. (laughs) Hey, Ron, I saw this on fucking Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. I'm finally getting off the bar rescue kick. (laughs) Even though I did have to check out characters in North Carolina. I hated characters in North Carolina. The family affair thing of people working together, it, just, it always doesn't, it never works out well. Okay, tell that to the fucking pep boys. They fucking went <laughs> goddamn turned a dream into an empire. You know, this is the worst thing about that bar rescue. And then I won't bring it up again. He's fucking screaming at him, look at all the dirt! And then, you know, once we get past that, look, no one wants to buy into your character's concept. We're going to give them, they're in, in North Carolina. What do they want? Moonshine. Southern cooking. I'm like, what are you, a fucking idiot? You're not going to go there and give them the food that they grow up on, on your Long Island way. That doesn't even make sense. He his concepts for bars are so fucking crazy. He 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 had some bar in like Rhode Island. They turned into like a Caribbean themed fucking bar. It was insane. No, one- I went to that place. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's called Past the Duchies. It's fucking so good. And doesn't he look like he just fucking sleeps in his suit, like in a car out front of bars? He doesn't look like a successful man. Earliest in the first two seasons, he was disheveled all the fucking time. Now they're now they're fucking caking makeup on his face. It's hysterical. I'm gonna bring in some IKEA furniture and some cheap paint and turn this place into something else. This is Mike Tips, the best goddamn bartender in the country. He's gonna fucking turn your shit around. I brought him in from Bar Nine on Ninth Avenue. He's just fucking standing there. He got to pour drinks for everybody. That's what you got to do, pour drinks. And they, I, I was watching one. You know how fake the show is. That someone was sending a drink back because it was too strong. Never in the history of the world has someone ever said, this drink is too strong. Take it back. You're overpouring people. I hate when they when they has the stress test and they're making these new drinks they learned a half hour ago and they fuck up and they pour the entire drink <laughs> into that big bucket. I'd be screaming, just give me the bucket. Can I get the fucking leftover booze in that bucket, please, John Taffer? What are you, fucking soaked to the fucking bone from not ever using an umbrella? Why don't you at least get a raincoat for yourself? No, don't like her. galoshes. A slicker. Not a cowboy. He can wear my slicker. And scene. Exhausting. It's exhausting to be a great actor. Uh, Don, Oklahoma, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, that gooey duck looks like a penis and a vagina, and it was on Bizarre Foods. No, I know I wasn't watching Bizarre Foods. I don't watch these fucking shitty shows. You see it on Shopped? No. I'm only going to watch one show again this year that's a reality show. And that's Big Brother. The only show that works for me. I feel like it sneaks up on me every single season. I always forget that it's fucking there. 
You fucking forget football. <laughs> you didn't know it was fucking Christmas till the fucking 25th, and you came in here and we were all gone. Where you, is everybody? You called me and go like this. Uh, no one's at the place. We're about to go live. <laughs> Crazy fuck. Chris fucking Stanley. Bringing it every day. Oh, please. <laughs> please. You're so in the fucking bubble right now. I'm a bubble boy. You really are. I should just fucking put a pillow over your head. <laughs> smother you and then pull up the fucking sink, throw it through the window, and then jump out 36 <laughs> floors to my death. I want to fucking shoot you with a sniper rifle, but a point blank. Fuck. <laughs> so I see your fucking ear and pen, wax and pen fucking scrapes inside that fucking weird canal of yours. Oh, I'm sure it's just all torn up. Chris and PA, how you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Hey, uh, that uh, gooey duck, they cooked that up on 57th Street on O&A a while ago. I think E-Rock ate some of it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. E-Rock brought that to lunch one time from home. Uh, he's, uh, by the way, I saw Big A out front today, and I know they did the fucking freak show talent contest. What do they call it? Super, super show. show. It was a super show. So I see Big A, and he's in his fucking cool reservoir, fucking dog's suit. And I go, well, hey, how'd the show go today, Big A? And he goes like this. Uh, you know. Uh, you just try to roll with the punches. And I just thought it was like so great that, you know, in Big A's heart, he's like, Today was not the show we wanted to have. Um, we, uh, you know, when I tonight I want to go home, get drunk, but let's get back in here tomorrow, working on a Saturday, and going back over it and finding out where we fucked up, huh? how it didn't work out. The tap dancing wasn't there. The magic tricks weren't what we expected. Lacking. Um, Patty really didn't work on the voices, but he was really just like somewhat honest and truthful about it uh you know you do what you can you slug it out i think it was okay you know what i mean i feel okay about it all right all right big guy where are we at on time now now four minutes what fucking math are you doing i'm getting more updates from who a mongoloid spencer are you doing math or meth what kind of fucking... What are you up to over there? A little bit of both. You know, what was the... Um, oh, After Hours. You ever remember that, Griffin Dunn? Oh, yeah. This Scorsese. is about a guy trapped in the scariest part of town, Soho, uh, where you can't get an apartment today for less than, I'd say, six, seven million. At the time... Well, you know what? Do you ever see the play Rent? Where they're fucking staying in a place for free? Yeah. Uh, that is Soho. Those people were just living in Soho apartments for free. Working up their own electricity. But in the in that play, the, the people who are like the landlords that want some money for the place are the bad guys. <laughs> they're like, this awful person wants us to pay yeah. to live here. Yeah, those guys are dicks. Just let them fucking live, man. You would like it. There's a lot of fucking math in it. <laughs> Big math guy. 
Kelly Rip had like some two floor place that sold for she purchased for twenty four million dollars. Yeah. Crazy. You can just buy like a whole like multiple mansions in like some other state for that. Right. Yeah. But where would you be living? You know? Wyoming. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking Wyoming, you get a big fucking house. You look out the goddamn window, you see a tumbleweed with a squirrel trying to fuck it. <laughs> Living like a prepper. She, I, I don't know what happened to her yesterday, but she had such a bad show that they took her to the hospital afterwards. Oh my god! Like the doc, <laughs> like they fucking said, I don't know what's wrong with you, but your show was so shitty today. <laughs> like she was basically like, she was like Louis' fucking TV daughter. All right, Griffin Dunn, uh, Discover has come out New York City, May sixteenth. And Los Angeles, California, May 30th. Uh, it's a really, really good independent film. Discoversmovie.com. Let's bring in. He's a writer. He's a director. He's a producer. He's an actor. Griffin Dunn. And all of your high hopes have all hit south. Songs left the stable and they never came home And there ain't no forgetting that you're out on your own Turn the scrub boats to timber and you're left without friends Every once in a while you get one that works, right Griffin? This Absolutely. movie is so damn good. Thank you. Thank really, you. really, really, um, well, here's, I always have this, and I think I got this from you many, many years ago. Uh, I like a film that starts when the lead character is in a light depression. Yeah. There's always a place <laughs> to go. And I picked that up watching uh, Chilly Scenes of Winter many, many years ago. Yeah. And I've always fall back in love with those kind of films. Me too. Me too. I can't believe you mentioned that film. I was just, just talking about it. And I don't talk about it a lot, but it, it just came up uh, just 10 minutes ago. Is that right? You don't talk about that film a lot? No, I don't. I don't go out of my way not to talk about it. It's uh -huh. just not many people know about it. And, uh, you know, that was a film um, I produced when I was 23. 23 years old. And I, I because I, I couldn't get myself an acting job. Mm -hmm. I had dyslexia. I couldn't audition for stuff. And I had two other out-of-work partners and uh, out-of-work actors. And, um, and so we optioned this book, Chilly Scenes of Winter, and Mark Metcalf... Uh, one of the partners was Niedermeyer in Animal House. Oh, right. And he used all his money from Animal House uh, to b option that book for us. And and we only did it because we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Right. We just had no idea what to be afraid of. And uh, we thought we'd give ourselves lead parts, but mm -hmm. that turned out not to be realistic. Um, but we gave ourselves small parts. Yeah. And that one got me You were me a 23-year-old doctor. I was a doctor. <laughs> I'm Dr. Mark, exactly. And that goofy little part started to yeah. get me a lot of work. Well, you started to do some amazing parts after that. Yeah. Uh, here's, uh, maybe you start in a film that everybody in New York loves, but it's got to be the most dated film in history. <laughs> trapped in, what, Soho? Soho. Overnight. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't get out of the Banana Republic <laughs> off of... <laughs> I mean, Soho. Yeah. You know, I, I I live, I live back there. I just moved back in uh -huh. that area again after being in Greenwich Village for years, 
And um, I was on the phone the first week I'm I'm there, and it, I'm just looking at thousands of tourists walking right. back and forth, and just this mob scene. And there's the Gap, and there's Timberland, and there's you know. Yeah. And I look, and I see though a loft building that I recognize as the loft where. Kiki threw the keys down to me. Right. And I went, well, it's still there. It's just way <laughs> under there, yeah. Soho, you know? Uh, but yeah, it's so dated. The uh, When when kids see it, they went, well, why why did you just use your cell phone? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, what about your Metro card? Didn't you have that? <laughs> um, it, it, I don't know. It's so dated, and it still just holds up. The anxiety is very contemporary. Well, the anxiety holds up because I've had similar experiences once I rented a car and was heading up. And I followed the GPS as I'm heading up to Connecticut, but I didn't know that the GPS had been set on no toll roads and no main roads. <laughs> and you know, I'm new, and I'm like, these streets are getting tighter, and more people are partying as I'm here. I just look like I belong here, you know. And they just had me just driving through the Bronx. Unbelievable. I had a, I had an uh, an Uber ride. Yeah. Uh, when I was in Los Angeles uh, uh, last week. And I was going to Malibu, uh -huh. and so I said, it's on the Pacific Coast Highway. And he goes, um, okay, where I have to put that in. Where's the Pacific Coast Highway? I said, it's, you know, where the ocean is. Yeah. Um, just tell me, tell, give me the address. I said, it's the Pacific Coast Highway. It's where <laughs> the Pacific Ocean is. How could you songs about this. Yeah, how could you live in Los Angeles <laughs> and not know where the ocean is? Uh, and he goes, he, was in, he had the car for one day. He'd been mm -hmm. in L.A. for like two. Um, and he got so unbelievably lost. Right. Um, <laughs> um, and it was like a, I'm just, was try, I was at the mercy of this guy in the car. Well, that's the, that's the beauty. I think anyone who's ever really done coke understands the movie After Hours, <laughs> where you end up in some neighborhood, in some place, yeah. you can't get out of. Right. Uh, but, and who is this chick? Why? Yeah, yeah what? I what? know. It, it seemed to be, it seemed to be worth it about two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Is she bleeding? <laughs> yes. That How is. did that, did I do that? <laughs> uh, this film, it's another one of my favorite things, too, because I don't think there's anything tougher than being uh, a child or being a father. And there's a time in your life where you're both at Absolutely. the same That's time. That's what I loved about the movie, too. You're, you're failing your parents and you're failing your children. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, it's the first thing I uh, that resonated with me about the script, <clears throat> that he's... um. You know, I was playing a guy who was, <clears throat> I have a teenage kid mm -hmm. who was a teenager when I, when I was making, made this movie and, uh, you know, I'm a pretty good dad. So, but, but I'll always have, you know, did I do it right? And yeah. was I there? And, uh, you'll ask and, and, and your kid's job is to make sure you do feel like a shitty dad. Right. Um, you know, and, it, and, and. I was I was very close with my dad, and my dad was nowhere near as eccentric as this guy, as Stuart Margolin's part. But you know, um, uh, you know, he, I became a really good son. Mm -hmm. He became sick and 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 eventually passed away. But it was like that was I, those were my two roles, you know, to be a right. good father and a good son. And you know, easier said than done. Right. And and it's. Uh, and you're never sure. Sometimes you find out later something will come up. And, you know, it's like amazing to me, like with my uh, kids or with my parents, how different my memories are yeah, than theirs. You know, yeah. according to my parents, everything 
was always great, and everything went terrific. And my kids are like, I remember that time we did that? And they're like, what? I'm like, no, no this I was know. a very important thing in your life, and you got it. My, my, um, my parents sent me to this insanely strict school, and that I, it had, you know, they had, They'd beat you with a belt, right. and they, they, you know, you had to wear coats and ties in school on Saturday, and just it was like Lord of the Flies, you know. <laughs> and uh, it was called, uh, you know, it was it was uh, what was it? just buggeries and neckties. <laughs> Every day, I worried about getting buggered in this school, and. Um, I would tell um, my daughter loved hearing these gothic horror stories of mm -hmm. you know when we got SWATs and all that, and she said to uh, my dad once, she goes. Why did you send my daddy away to that horrible, horrible school? And of course, his memory was he thought it was a kind of posh boarding school. Right. And he goes, Well, I think he exaggerates. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, you always find out that you're the exaggerator in your own life. In your own life. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Well, your dad was uh, really a legend, particularly yeah. a, a, to me, a New York legend mm. uh, of, you know, being at the right places, saying the right things, writing. To, I mean, he was always phenomenal that way was that a tough thing to grow up with at certain ages or well no because he 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 was not the man i uh grew up with uh -huh. the, the, the one that um, everyone knows um you know he was a he was a kind of social climbing television producer who was really obsessed with parties when i was growing up and he and he gave like incredible parties right. to my mom and if they were really big we'd the kids would be checked into a hotel so that they could... And extraordinary people would come mm -hmm. in and out of the house. Um, but, you know, it wasn't until he really lost everything, mm -hmm. you know, to booze. And he, he made very powerful enemies, couldn't get a job. And he had an auction, sold all of his belongings. I mean, it doesn't get any lower than the the, the depths he hit. And uh, and he went uh, in his car and he did this little... Ford Fiesta or whatever it was, having driven a Mercedes most of his adult life. And he drove up the coast of California and went into Oregon. And a car broke down in front of this these cabins. Uh, and he moved into the cabin, you know, with a, like a $20 a night cabin. And he lived there for a year. And he taught himself how to write. And he really came to terms with himself. It was like wow. a real... It was a real tough year. And, um, and he became very honest about himself. And, you know, at the end of the movie uh, of The Discoverers, when we're standing on the coast in, in Oregon, I found out when I was there, arrived, it was two miles from the cabin that he went through. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? Yeah. So, uh, so he was on my mind a lot. And, and uh, the, when he moved to New York in uh, 1980, he was a different person than the person I knew um, as a kid. I mean, a completely different person. And, um, much more engaged and funny and, you know, uh, he had a tiny little apartment and never complained about being broke or anything like that. And he, you know, he reinvented himself and, uh, and he, and he worked, he worked really hard as mm -hmm. a writer. That's stunning. I, I wasn't even aware of that. That's really, really stunning. Yeah. Because to me, he'd always seem like that guy and, uh, you, you know, it's tough to get, fame and success later in life absolutely you know because, very rare and, yeah and that's what i know him from um 
And, you know, you bring up Oregon in this. There's, first of all, the film is shot beautifully. I Isn't know you, gorgeous? you didn't have a big budget, but it was just... <clears throat> I know. It was beautifully shot. The, the movie, uh, the template was Days of Heaven. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that guy got... Uh, he worked in the same... Uh, Chris Valvet, uh, who shot it, used this very similar color palette that Nestor Almendros used. And we've never seen anything shot at this part of the country before. I know, like I know. where they're walking, what they're doing. And I, I remember thinking when I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, America's really beautiful. I feel like you can't really go anywhere without finding something stunning. Absolutely. And yet we keep shooting movies in the same couple of places. But I thought what really worked about this is that I had no real awareness of this at all. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, when you think about the Lewis and Clark uh, adventure, which was sort of uh, expedition, which was sort of crammed down my throat in the third mm-hmm. grade like everybody else. Um, I don't know. They, I remember it being just you know, just looking at a map it didn't mean right. anything to me, you know, but uh, but knowing um, thinking about it as a in that in that time, it was like walking on the moon. You know, getting mm-hmm. from one place to another, they were totally uncharted, except for the Native Americans. No one had, they, they had no idea where they were going and where they would actually end up. Uh, you know, it was an incredibly brave um, kind of thing to do. Uh, and you're right, movies are sort of in the same place. It would be like if Lewis and Clark um, just traveled through um, states with tax breaks. Right. Um, Until they arrive. Until they arrive. But it's 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 shot beautifully, and it does. You know, there's just so many beautiful parts in this country. And the the kids are terrific in this film too. They're really really great. And that's that kind of a cool age too, when you're kind of forced to look over at these people who you knew when they were younger, and now be like, I know we disagree on these things, Mm -hmm. but let's just keep going. Yeah, you know whatever comes up. Uh, you've got a lot going on all the time. I think what you do as the rainmaker on House of Lies That's is right. one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to go back to that at all? Or? You know they had they bring me back. Um, I think just to fuck with Kristen Bell a little bit. <laughs> yeah, or have her fuck with me. I, I can't tell which. But um, you know I will uh, uh, I will insult her and she will insult me and uh, I'll try to keep keep trying to sleep with her. For the rest of the 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 series. series. (laughs) And you're doing a documentary now. I am. I'm doing a documentary about my aunt, uh, the writer Joan Didion. Unbelievable. And uh, it's uh, unbelievable to me that one's never been done before. It's true. If anyone's going to do it, it might as well be me. Yeah. And and so, uh, you know, working on that, that's, uh, you know, kind of as money comes in, I go and shoot some more. And Mm. I'm working on it with a woman named Suzanne Rostock who did the Harry Belafonte documentary. And we're partners on this and uh, uh, doing that. And I'm, and I'm going to be in this series that Steven Spielberg's produced, uh, producing called Red Band Society. Um, that's um, with Octavia Spencer mm-hmm. as well. And uh, we start that at the end of the summer. I think the reason why no one's done a documentary on Joan is I think she's so intimidating. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're absolutely there's right. There's really so <laughs> there's so few people that would even be compared. You know. Well, you know, when I've stuck a camera in people's faces and asked them to talk about Joan, even yeah. though they've known her for you know forty years, they do get a little tongue-tied. Yeah. You know, it is. It's, she's a daunting subject in her presence, and you know, for for people who don't know what she looks like. 
physically, she's a very unintimidating person, but mm-hmm. there's something about her that has such sort of gravitas and intelligence. And, uh, you know, I've seen, you know, uh, just leaders, world leaders and intellectuals just become tongue-tied yeah. around her. Yeah, because the, 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 when you read that, it's like, you know, intellectual with a hammer. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, it's bigger than life. Uh, Discoverers comes out New York City today, May 16th. Uh, Los Angeles, Friday, May 30th. It's the kind of independent films that we always love, and you wait for one to come around, and then, you know, there, it's always a great surprise. Griffin, thank you so much thank for coming you. in, man. This is nice. I'll see you next time coming through. Looking forward. Sworn the handle of an old pushing broom. Broken bottles shine just like stars make a wish anyway. Just you smile at a 60 white bulb in my house that was darkened for days. And I'm thinking you probably should stay. That's Griffin Dunn. Very, very cool. Extremely cool. Um, send the kids in. Today's their last day with us, just as we're getting ready to start their series. Yeah. So, Vito and Norris, please come into the studio. It's sad to see them go. Mm. I know. Uh, look at them. So young. They're, yeah. They were just babies when they came in here. And now they're all grown up. You don't have a chair there, Nerys? No, that's fine. Shelby will that's give fine. you his chair. No, that's fine. No. Shelby, be a Shelby, gentleman. Be a gentleman. Be the last gentleman in the world. Stop being such a little dirtbag, huh? Yeah. Stop being such a little Oregon scumbag. Well, the Oregon Trail is the only thing that's ever mattered. These two are start, they're starting their new Instagram show. Do we know the first day that this comes out? Everybody was just... Uh, down the hall is raving about it. They're very, very proud of you guys. And it, this is going to be a kind of a show about your time here. Correct. How you went from two snot-nosed babies. From the very beginning yeah. to the end. To right up to where you became just broadcasters of the best kind. And... Now look at we get a we get a filmmaker. You should have pitched the, some of your ideas that Griffin done. What he? How old are you now? Twenty one. When he was twenty three, he produced a film that anytime it's on TV, I'll watch. Chilly Scenes of Winter. I became Peter Riegert fan from that film and a John Hurd fan from that film. I should have slipped my Sasquatch movie into his hand when he was leaving. Well, did you want to work on the sound first? Yeah. So it doesn't sound like this. It's fucking hard to do sound in Central Park. It was the most frustrating, like watching it, because on my computer it didn't sound that bad. Yeah. And then watching it in theaters the whole time, I was like, I had my head in my hands, and I was just so frustrated. How did it feel to see your face on the big screen? That was pretty exciting. Was it? Well, like, that actually happened last year. Remember that movie I showed you when I first got here with the friendship title belt? Yeah. That was on, like, a screen last year, too, but this one was cooler because it was, like, actually a lot of effort into this one. Are you going to be a filmmaker? Is that still the dream? 
Uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. And you're not graduating from, from school yet, right? No, I have a year left. There's a scene that, I don't know which one of you guys shot, of Norris, the one at the desk. You look so beautiful in that. Just so gorgeous. Yeah. You look like a movie star. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to pitch you right now. Did you ever get a boyfriend in this place? On your no, last days, I got anybody some numbers, though. <laughs> Who in particular? Who likes you? I, I don't know his name. Honestly. He works back there. <laughs> you know who she's talking about, Fez? No, I don't know who she's referring to. Uh, you pointed Durant. I wasn't here when that happened today. <laughs> no. <laughs> was it today? It was today. The ONA intern saw it. He was there. He was. He witnessed it happening. It wasn't handsome Johnny. No. You pointed behind you where literally everybody works. I know. I know. I don't. I don't know his name. Oh, he put his name in my phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Let me check. Oh, this is bad. I shouldn't do that. Just give you know, the first, not the whole. Last oh my thing, god! I think he called bay. himself in my phone. Damn, Matt. Oh, Matt from down the hallway, one of the executive assistants. Mm. Oh, mm. b-ball Matt. Yeah, basketball Matt. He's a great, dude, man. Basketball Matt. He yeah. plays basketball. He knows more about basketball than anybody in this building. Yeah. Oh. He'd be great for you. You think so? Yeah. He wants to take me to Astoria. Well, story's best place in the world. <laughs> Plus, he's white, Norris. Your parents will like that. You know something? Racism is never going to be tolerated. <laughs> she, she brought it up. She said her parents like the white man. <laughs> Let her have her growth. Yeah, Matt would be great for you. We'll see. You don't seem like you're overwhelmed. Nah. I always thought basketball with him. <laughs> Not for nothing, but... You'd be better off with him than that handsome Johnny who <laughs> you'd just be another notch on his penis. <laughs> Count the rings. His, his penis is scarred. Oh man. Fat Joe Trout was very interested in Norris the other day as well. The rapper. He was very Fat nice. Joe. I thought Fat Joe he was, was way more interested in Vito than Norris. Yeah. yeah, he's like, You got big feet. He's like, You got big feet, let's take a picture. <laughs> That's scary. That's my you like he wants to see your big penis. <laughs> I call my penis Fat Joe, so Okay, it all works out. It's <laughs> like a theme show we were doing today. So where are the balloons and banners and stuff for their last day? Seriously. I thought I was gonna have to We're gonna cake make this fantastic. Here. Yeah, it was the cake. Um we definitely have to have a cake. There's no banners. Balloons? No balloons. How about if we put up like a video thing of all their time that they spent with us? We can play some. This cake. is a really good intern class. And when this Instagram TV show, the first one ever uh, uh, that's done of like a teen drama, teen comedy, shows up with them, uh, everyone's going to love it. It's going to blow up. Yeah. I can't wait for the world to see. Michelle told me she cried. Wow. She said she laughed, she cried, and then she started laughing again, and then finally I think they had to give her a Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing even to do with sitting. Matter of fact, she hadn't even seen... The the show. She was just laughing and crying for no apparent reason. Manic. And the ending of the show. Oh my god, that last scene. Whew, I was next to myself. <laughs> Literally next to myself. It's almost too much. Almost. And then that's when I remembered, I had a twin brother, that my parents took away. <laughs> 
Um, so what do we have planned for the last day? There's a surprise coming later in the show. Why later? It's one o'clock now. There's, I'm scared. There's food coming. I don't know. Coming in from Chris? What, 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 what am I do that's scary? Why don't we set up a super date Yelling. with you and Matt? Is he, is Matt too old for her or right in the pocket? He's in the pocket. Oh, he's in the pocket. All right. Well, Fez, yeah. I don't think Matt's right for her. Oh, I definitely. <laughs> I think he is. I think he's a nice person, which I would say about very he few people. Nice. Yeah. We had some nice combos. What were you guys talking about? Uh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little early for that. You got another year of school? Yeah. I don't know why we were talking about kids. Oh, he babysits sometimes. Who's yeah. babysit? Um, some thirteen-year-old kid, and he's like, "Oh my god, he's crazy. He's in that teenage age." And I was like, "Yeah, that's a friend. That's not babysitting." You know, I never babysat uh, before. I, I fucking hell no. Me either, actually. I never was a babysitter. I coached kids for seven years. Did you really? Yeah. This life been, coach. This would have been my seventh summer at Chelsea Piers. It would have been your seventh summer of a seventh summer, and you're not going back this year, huh? Nope. Just bartending, hanging out there in the day. You bartend to children? <laughs> yeah. you get busted. What do you hang out during the day? Chelsea Pierce? Um, well, sometimes, I mean, I go to the gym there when I have time, but I haven't done that since. <laughs> Before you know, the by the way, hitting fucking golf balls is not a fucking... No, world-class gym there. It's beautiful. Oh, is it world-class? Yeah, Sports Center. It's yeah. a great place. I've seen Tom Brady there a few times. That was pretty cool. He saw Romeo there, he told me. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He was Crazy. working out there. I told her, and she was like, you have to bring me to that gym. <laughs> no, was, you're with that. Matt now. I didn't say that. You're with Matt now. All right. Respect Matt. For so you're saying God. I should go on this date? No, I would never tell you what to do, but <laughs> I would tell you that some people are bad people. He's a good person. He's a good person? Yeah. Handsome Johnny's a bad person, but you know that. I do. Yeah. Handsome Johnny's a garbage man. I listen to you. I'll tell you this, and I'm not going to tell you what to do one way or another, but I know a girl who went out with Handsome Johnny, and she d and they found her dead the next day. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? What Horrible. Yeah. Was she raped or just killed? <laughs> I didn't get the police report on it. I just know that she ended up de dead, and they said it looked like it was a serial thing, like it was ongoing. <laughs> oh, my God. Too bad I have to pass by him every time I go to the kitchen. Now I'm scared. That's why he likes you, because you're always walking by him. <laughs> you're prey, basically, to him. Do, do Matt and Handsome Johnny both know that they like you? I don't think so. Handsome Johnny has my number two, though. What? Did he never called you? Well, no, he, he, he did knows, it. He knows what better to wait. They After. all have to wait until you leave yeah, here, yeah, or else yeah. they're in trouble. Yeah. But you, to me, I don't, I don't worry about Nuris, because she's a very responsible person. That's right. 3 p.m. today, your phone's gonna blow up. I know. So, <laughs> should we get him on the train? It's like, Cousin Brucey, what does he want? <laughs> what is Dave Marsh doing calling me on the way home? Kelly. Alright, now we're just gonna, you know, yeah. I'm gonna say name. Because Kelly. Yeah, but then he went and took my thing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Michelle. Um, Tim Sabian asked me to come in here to tell the interns yeah. about what an amazing job they were. Oh. Yeah. All right. Give her a mic. Uh, go, go over and get a mic here. Now, Tim doesn't like to say these things himself. He, sound, sends, he sends you. He sends me. I'm his yeah, like diplomat. I, I would say carrier pigeon, if I had to guess. What did he like that they did? 
<laughs> well, he was really impressed with Vito's um, go getterness. Yeah, he was. He was a real go getter. And what about with Norris? What was he impressed with? He found her attractive. Okay, that's <laughs> wrong. That's not. I'm not allowed. No, that she. Was, that you, was from me. I, I found you attractive. <laughs> now here's the thing, though. Yes, she's a beautiful girl, but she stayed by the rules because I told her no in-house dating. But when she leaves, then she's a young adult. She can do what she wants. And she's got a couple suitors. Handsome Johnny. Beef steak. Yeah. Tube <laughs> steak. Oh, tube, right. Yeah. I got yeah. the <laughs> beef you eat. Right. Tube. I don't know what you eat, do with that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you off the air. And then Matt, who I call basketball Matt, because we always talk basketball. Fast out? Yeah. Uh, which one do you think would be better? Well, John is tall. Yeah. But he's a player. Mm-hmm. Matt Fastow, he's a hero. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. You know, not to tell you one way or another to go on this, but... Matt did something once. I don't even like to bring it up. We were walking down the street... I was smoking crack, Matt wasn't, but he was keeping an eye on me. And there was a fire, uh, and there was a couple kids inside. Apparently, a crack pipe had started a fire somehow, crazily. And Matt goes up the rain gutter, in through the top, and then throws them out four stories to me. Now, I'd already left. I was looking for more crack. But his part of it was heroic. Wow. I'm not even making this up. Did you know he uh, he watches a kid? He's 13. But he doesn't watch him. It's not a, not about babysitting. Yeah. He's a big brother. And wow. that's a true like story. like Big Brothers of America? Yeah. Yeah. He's an actual big brother to youth. Wow. I didn't even know that. Wow. I'm actually thinking about this now. I would, I would, I would highly recommend Matt Fastow. Well, I'll just say one thing on Handsome Johnny's thing. Um, he's having his mom's name removed from his tattoo off his arm. So that's great. That's right. He was going to put some whore that we'd never even heard right, of. Right. Some prostitute that yes. he'd been with. <laughs> An overnight prostitute. And had gotten clapped from. Yeah. And then mm. later she died. <laughs> in from, his arms. Yeah. Well, in his hands. His hands were around the throat. <laughs> with his beefsteak. Tube. Tube steak. Tube. But you pick who you want to pick. By the way, does anybody like Vito or any of the girls around here talking about Vito? All of them. Good. I'm taken. And you're loving the show that these guys have shot, oh, right? Oh, my God. I. You know what happened? I was mm. laughing. Right. And then I started crying. Right. <laughs> and then I went back to laughing. That starts to seem insane, though. Well... Someone yeah. was tickling to me at the time. Right. I got. I honestly have to go to a meeting, but I just Thanks we love you down. guys. Oh, that's Please so nice. Please come back and visit or get a job here. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. It's not through, and do not try to break back in because some, somehow they they get angry and they won't let you back in the building. Right. That sometimes we've happens. been down that road. Well, you guys can always call us. Bye, Michelle. Thank you. Bye. Bye. She's a big Matt fan, huh? No, I'm not. She's a big <laughs> Matt fan. She likes the Matt. I didn't know he was a Big Brothers of America. I tried to sign up for that. What happened? Um, they wouldn't take me. Why not? Something about a record. What'd you do? I had, like a lot of people, I was driving drunk, and I hid something, and 
I panicked and ran out. What'd you hit? Well, I hit a school bus. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be so bad because I was driving a school bus. But apparently running away from two school buses of kids being hurt. You were driving a school bus drunk. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be a big brother. It's it's endangering children. You, again, you in my, again, in my defense, it was after 12 o'clock. <laughs> and that means I'm not an alcoholic. But apparently, uh, and I didn't think I'd have to be that uh, sober because they were special needs kids. This is terrible. Yeah. And most of them seem like they forgot the experience. So that's fun for them. Probably because they were injured. Would you ever be a big brother to a kid, Chris? <laughs> Fuck no. Chris, the way what you was say I? It. That's right. Were you, weren't you a big brother to Vito? I felt like that. I feel so betrayed now. Sure, someone who's like not like outside of teenagers, sure. Like if a guy's like 20, yeah. We're doing your press pictures today, too, guys. We're doing some pictures of you. Thank God you both look fantastic. I always look fantastic. Come on. <laughs> you know what? We're talking about your movie. You know what uh, Griffin Dunn's first big movie was? What? I mean, like giant hit, American Werewolf in London. Okay. So he used special effects also. You know who uh, stole all that too? Michael Jackson stole every effect of that and used it in the thriller thing. So I need like Michael Jackson to use my Bigfoot stuff. Um, up and unfiltered today. It's uh, Saratoga Chick, and he's picking. Is it Preakness? It's a Preakness. Yeah, this um, this Saturday. Is California Cologne going to win? Yeah, California Chrome's going to win. Cologne. <laughs> That's my funny name for him. I mean, the way he just dominated the Kentucky Derby field, I don't see how he can't fucking... Uh, he'll probably go off like three to five, so it's going to be a crazy bet to put any money on him. Looks like Saratoga Chick has used his uh, 1970s prom picture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, no. He was an usher in a wedding. Well, well, well. It's Matt. Can you sit over here? No, oh, no, hi, Matt. I'm going to get up and make some space for you. You got a headphone? Yeah, you can sit right here, Matt. Sit right there, Matt. Come on. First of all, congratulations. <laughs> on what? Being a big brother of America. Oh, yeah. I heard I was a babysitter for a second. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's all right. She thought you were a babysitter, but... Do you, I know that you have some interest in her, right? A little bit. Not right now. Not now. You know. Not today, but starting tomorrow. Yeah, maybe like in a few weeks. Yeah, that's a, that's the smart thing to do. It's like basically, it's like putting it on layaway. Is what? No, that, that sounds <laughs> awful. You're putting a jacket on layaway. This isn't Kmart. Now, you're a big brother of America. Yeah. Wow. That's it's impressive. been a year, and I don't know if I've really helped much. No, I think you have. <laughs> He's all the way in East New York. I can't help anyone in East New York. That's an awful area to be. Well, could you ever say, can I get a white kid maybe on the Upper West Side? Westchester. You know? <laughs> I think everyone asked that. And that's oh, I why didn't I, know that. Yeah. They want all the kids that, or anyone that goes that applies for that, they all want the Manhattan kids. Why did you uh, want to be a big brother? Because I wanted to give back. I don't know. Really Damn, nice. that was a good answer. I know. <laughs> but My they ma they match you up based on who you are. So I was like an only child, so they found another only child without like a father figure. Sorry to go deep on the No. Um You didn't have a father figure? No. Man, that's very sensitive. And now you're thinking, <laughs> I don't want to see somebody else end up like that. What Basically. Happened, what happened with your dad? Uh he just wasn't there. Mm. He left before I was born. Wow. Jesus. 
I went through the same thing, except for my dad was there the whole time, and I, <laughs> I still talk to him on Saturdays. And then first I got to check all the Phillies box scores. Right. Okay, I think I'm ready. I've taken a <laughs> quiz, and I'm ready to hop on the phone yeah. with him. Mike Schmidt hit for the cycle. Um, you know, my problem with Mike Schmidt is because he's going to run for the rest of my life. Not that I'm glad that he has skin cancer, but you stand around that much, and it's going to happen to you. <laughs> Matt seems like a perfect guy. Not today, because you're an intern today. Correct. Now, she's never dated a white guy before. Why not? Uh, they don't like me. <laughs> That's not true. That couldn't be true. I swear it's true. Well, I don't know. I've never gotten approached until now. Right. <laughs> and you don't have any ink, right? Any? No tattoos? No. No tattoos. Do you want tattoos? No. Not at all. Not at all. How about you? Yeah. I have nothing. Chris, oddly, you don't have any tattoos. No tattoos. That's weird. Does anyone I can totally tattoos? see you with tattoos. Fez, Fez oh, that's right. Fez, Fez rocks tattoos. You never saw Fez's tats? No. no. Yeah, come in here blazing, Fez. Let everybody check you out. Oh, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy to show off his tat work. Especially I'm glad Matt, Fez is back, by here. the way. Huh? It's good, it's good to have Fez back. Is it? <laughs> yeah, well, at, least, at least to see him in the halls. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, I like to see him in the hall. It's in the studio. That's so <laughs> damn annoying. Um... You took so uh, oh, yeah. the Buccaneers <laughs> one. That's right. Yeah, he's got the and Buccaneers. That's the, what, the Riddler. Wow. That's the one above. That's the Riddler. And then the Terabang tattoo. The, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. And was yeah. that lightning? Yeah. The, uh, okay. The Tampa Bay Lightning when they won the Stanley Cup. I've never seen a game. No. I lost a bet. Oh. <laughs> Put the shirt back on, Fuzzy. The fact that your muscle has left uh, the bone is a scary situation for everyone. <laughs> You're ready for the summer, though. I can tell. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, for all over burn. Some um, <laughs> some beaches won't let you on. Uh, now, Matt, I already know that somebody around here likes you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I would never say who, though. All right. I want to know. I got competition. Oh. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we just say that I also like that person? Whoa. Wow. In that way? <laughs> in, a, in a likable way. No, that's oh. not what that person's thinking. Um, so maybe, I mean, I'm still glad that Fez is back, though. I can still say that. Yeah. I mean, that person is back. After yeah. Information. Yeah. Oh. Well, so this is a possibility. We don't know. We don't it's know. Going it's going to be up very up in the air. I will keep you updated, though. Now. Can you keep me updated? Yes. Okay. As well. Now, you know, Handsome Johnny's making a run at this as well, too. I got to concede to Johnny. Don't. What? Don't be that guy. That Don't be that Hey, Watch the language. I apologize. If you have Johnny's to concede, boy. you have to concede. <laughs> but aren't you, tired, aren't you tired of losing out to women, to guys like that? Isn't it once? Johnny's different. I like Johnny. Oh, my God. I'm joking. God. Oh, my God. What shit is this? Yeah. You got to go after that punk yeah. down the hall. You got to beat him in his own game. It's like Trash's computer or something. Um, right, fired. we will uh, break here. I thought we'd have uh, a party for the kids, but I guess not, right? It's coming. Oh, I wasn't the surprise? No, but <laughs> it worked out well. Right. Did Michelle force you to come down here, or did you come on your own? I got a call from uh, from an anonymous uh, person. Who was it? Nice person. Fez? Yeah, I just want to see Matt come yeah. on down here. Oh, he knew I was going to ask him about tattoos, so... All right, uh, we'll break... Right back, Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits, Channel 99. 
Hey buddies, it's Ron and Fez here. Recently, we've had some of the best names in comedy stop by for some impolite conversation. Like Judah Freelander. <laughs> like, Elections say, don't mean anything. <laughs> Everyone in office is self-appointed. It's all rigged. Like, let's say the Giant comedy... corporations oh, put them all in there. <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's a long rant. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't long. It was just slow. I, yeah, yeah, I, I know you were... six words. It just that was took that a acting. long time. Mike Vecchione. Isn't that great when somebody gets caught doing like a, like a murder or something and they have like um, a Cleveland Browns jersey on? And it's like, oh, I get why that person is murdering people because their team just sucked for so long. And this is me being a Browns fan. And Tracy Morgan. It's all about compatibility. Sure. They look at us. See, I know. She's looking at me like, now nah, look. She's going to mess around get pregnant. I'm yeah. telling you. Well, I'm a veteran. I don't pull out. You know what I mean? No, you don't pull out at no, all. Yeah. Old school. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Old my school. joke is like prison. When I come in, I call man. The Ron and Fez Show. Weekdays starting at noon Eastern. On Raw Dog. Sirius XM Comedy Hits. 99. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fans on Raw Dog. Yeah, it's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Chris Stanley, let me ask you a question, and this is about the drug Molly. There's a kid on the iBang, I think this was pulled from World Star Hip Hop, doing Molly, and you're a person who's taken Molly before, right? Yes, I have. See, my sobriety came before the Molly situation, and I was not under the uh, presumption uh, that this is the way that the high played out. Um, it's called Guess Who's Chillin', uh, not safe for work because of his language, but a young kid who, by the way, looks like he's in a nice neighborhood uh, enjoying some Molly. And turn the sound up. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <sighs> I'm chilling, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> 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 yeah, niggas be chilling, though. <laughs> Niggas be chillin'. Niggas be chillin'. Niggas be chillin'. Niggas be chillin'. Yo, niggas be chillin'. Ah, bitch get hyped. Bitch get hyped. Well, let's stop it for a second there. (laughs) Bitch get hyped. Would you say that uh, reminds you of the high? No, I wouldn't say that this kid's on Molly. Thank you. I don't, I mean... I've eaten plenty of Molly. I've never yeah. fucking crawled up in a ball and peed the same thing over and over again. That seems more like an angel dust or a PCP high. Some weird, or even I think even is special it hot K. as piss in here? I feel like I walked into a fucking heat cloud. Did we? Is the air? Double check. Did they turn the air for Griffin down and then never back up again? Yeah. It's down now. We're gonna get some cold air. Well, who touched the thermostat? Was well, not me. I. 
if we're going to play, I know you're in another room now, Fez, but if we're going to touch the thermostat, somebody has to do the follow-up for him. I'll follow up with the thermostat. You're greasehead again today. <laughs> this is the second day of your greaseheadness. I washed, but didn't condition. That's, prob- that's a problem. But yeah, this kid no. ain't on. This kid ain't on Molly. I, I, I can even see him being on K or something, but not Molly. Or else he can't handle his fucking drugs at all. This is Charlie. You're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B. Yeah. Listen, I, my heart's broken because I know we're both watching Fargo, and that sounds great and all, but you never watch Sherlock. No. So you're, you're, I know you, and once you watch somebody in a role, that's it. You're done. You can never see them in another role. That's why I'm pissed. The, the the guy who gets his nose broken with the pellet in his hand, he's John Watson. Dude, we've known this guy from the English office. He was in fucking The Hobbit. Uh, he was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the, the Galaxy. He's in Edgar Wright he, movies. He did the, the, the Ron, he did the Ron Bennington interviews. You're, you're hopping onto the train very, very late. What's his name, Chris? Martin Freeman. He's a big star. Love him. Uh, what was the song that we played after Griffin Dunn from the movie? That, right again. Yeah, that was uh, I have it in let uh, All Shades of Blue by Igor Aslov. I'll double check. Um, but the name of the song is All Shades of Blue. All right, now Jill Lawson says that she kinds of knows him and that he's an absolutely amazing singer-songwriter. Gregory Isakoff, that's it. Gregory Isakoff, All Shades of Blue. She has him as Gregory Allen Isakoff. Play a little bit of that for the people. Automatic for the people. All right, here we go. Dude, you got to pay attention or you're off that. When the line stops working and you're all run out. All of your high hopes have all headed south And the songs left the stable and they never came home And there ain't no forgetting that you're out on your own Now, let me ask you a question about him. Did he used to run by the name of Lewin Davis? <laughs> Modern day. Uh, if anything is coming in for later, I'm not going to be able to do it in here because I've got a three o'clock. You realize that, right? Yeah. Did anyone realize that before the fact? No. Why not? Not thinking. Did you know Shelps? Uh, no, he dropped the ball on that. Fez, did you know? No, I didn't know about this. You didn't know we had a 3 o'clock? I knew we had a 3 o'clock, but I didn't know something else was coming up. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I, I can't fill this you know, yeah. stuff. we got to stay on top of it. Um, so you like this kid, too, Chris? Yeah, I like this guy. I like this, I like this sound. I'm a Gregory Isakoff fan, thanks to the... You finally get it. Stop your Andrew WK. <laughs> this might have got me out of my Andrew WK period, as I've been calling the last decade. What's going to be a uh, Saturday for you? Ozkoff dies or Andrew WK? <laughs> you know what? Because Mr. Griffin Dunn just came in, 
Gregory Isakoff. You're a big Griffin Dunn fan now, right? I like, I, I like Griffin Dunn. He came in real cool. And I, I, after He's hours. really fucking cool. And I like uh, After Hours a lot. And um, here's the thing. That's, did you ever see Chili Saints? No, I had no. It's literally one of my favorite films of all time. As well as one of Leslie's favorite films of all time. But I saw it because uh, cable had just started back like in the early 80s. And it was one of those things like when your cable movie come on, you would catch it eight or ten times. And it was during the winter that I saw it. And it's a very, you know, a guy's depressed about his girlfriend leaving him. And uh, it was a nice winter movie of staying in that winter depression. That's the thing I hate about summer, is you can't get nice and depressed in the summer because everybody's asking you to do stuff. Like you can't be depressed at a fucking barbecue. You gotta get the hell out if you're depressed at the barbecue. Saturday for you. Michael Sam, Johnny Football. Which one of those guys? <gasps> Johnny Football, Saturday. Michael Sam! It's an easy choice. Johnny Football's gonna actually play in the NFL. Michael Sam isn't. Oh, are you homophobic? No, the Rams don't need another defensive end. It's going to fucking be on the Rams. They know they can't cut him. It's like hiring a fucking autistic kid. You can't get rid of him later. <laughs> you can't say, hey, you didn't do what we thought you were going to do. You think the Rams get hard knocks, too, this fucking season? So the guy gets two reality shows? I know the Rams already told him that they don't want him to bring his cameras to the fucking field. Sure. It's just about those guys setting up in a new town. Now if they, like, catch them taping him to the goalpost and pouring the water on him, it's going to look really bad. Like it's not the Dolphins, it's the Rams. Committing some sort of hate crime. My team is the Rams, and in fact, we are about 24 hours away from Jared, who we talked to early in the week, who's auctioning off his Cleveland Browns fandom. Yeah. We're about 24 hours out from the end of the auction. And you need to bid over $600 to beat me right now. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Yes. And I'm going for this thing. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be watching it. And then in that last hour, I've, I'm an eBayer, so I know how it works. It turns into a bidding frenzy, and I refuse to lose this thing when it ends tomorrow at 2 o'clock Eastern. I would have bet five bucks right now. It's not a, it's not a fucking frenzy. I don't think there's going to be a bidding frenzy at the end of the day. Because I don't think you're bidding against anyone. I want this guy I don't know to like a team I just started to like. Damn it. It makes sense. There's people bidding on this. That's how it's gotten jacked up. I, you know, I put in an original 50 buck bid thinking I'd get off easy. No, now it's over 600 but I don't care. Now I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's just unemployed losers looking, listening to Andrew W.K. all day. Hey, what the fuck? Wait, why are they unemployed? Because they're sitting home bidding on eBay shit. It's so how Saturday. do they pay for it if they're unemployed? Yeah, they're wasting their money. They should be spending that on like groceries and You're making as much books. sense as I do right now. You're like a slobbering fucking Archie Bunker. <laughs> they should be spending it on school books and groceries. You're yeah. almost racist <laughs> for something that looks like it's just white. <laughs> and you know, bidding on sunks on eBay is a job. People have just jobs. They just sell shit on eBay all day long. So what do they sell? People buy things for cheap and then like in bulk and then sell them on eBay. They like hunt the internet for deals for like ridiculous deals, like electronics. Buy the electronics and like as many as they can, then sell them, resell them on eBay. New guy used to do it. Made okay money. My See brother what? tried to do it at Christmas. He bought a uh, like a dozen game cubes, thinking they were going to be in big demand. Uh. Still stuck with them. Yeah, I bought a PlayStation 3 once. It's the only thing I ever waited online for was a fucking PlayStation 3 so I could buy it and sell it immediately the next day. I told you when that last iPhone came out, it was just Asian people standing in line. 
And then you were telling me that they sell them on eBay and then they ship them back to China. Yeah, China pays double for iPads and any new Apple shit comes out in America first, they pay double for them. So all these guys, you just ship them back to China and dudes just just selling bootleg uh, iPhones and iPads. I'm like Shelby. I won't sleep out on the uh, for anything, even if I fucking said I was going to do it all year. Uh, the only thing I would sleep overnight for? Kicks. <laughs> I didn't even fucking sleep out all night for fucking Zeppelin tickets. I just gave money to my friend. I said, here, get it. Make sure it's up fucking front. I don't want to be like an animal in the back. Back of the fucking spectrum. <laughs> thought you didn't like Zeppelin. Uh, you know why I don't like them? Fucking solemn. <laughs> Pussies. Um, Great, I've been outbid. It's now well over $600. I'm going back in. Okay, Grandma. <laughs> but remember to take your pill. <laughs> you guys see this auction I'm on? <laughs> Boy, your grandmother had a terrible voice, huh? Ah, uh, I was in the war. Why would your grandma be in the war? Well, she she was she was enlisted during World War II, but I think she just was... She was what side? Germans? <laughs> no, America. Grandma, what's all this cat food doing here? You don't want, you don't want any pets. My dinner. What did you mumble? I'm sorry, I can't. It's my up. dinner. Oh, okay. Good. Um, all right, eight six six Ron zero Fez eight six six Ron zero Fez. Hey, Matt. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Ron. I'm telling you, you really need to get into Sherlock. It would not take you very long. It's only three episodes a season. It's like three two-hour movies each season. They're really short, and they're really cool the way they wrap it up. And the actors are tremendous. The guy that plays Moriarty, just awesome. Wait, wait, you're saying it's short, but you're telling me to watch a trilogy a year. Yeah, an episode's a it, movie. I, yeah. How many seasons have they done? Three seasons. Three seasons. So you're saying, get into it, Ron, it's short. It's nine hours. Uh, actually, two, four, six. Each season will be six hours, so it'll be, what, 18 hours. Why is, do you think that that's short? What kind of life <laughs> well, does anyone have? Three seasons, but I think three <clears throat> seasons of a normal show would be, you know, 20, 30 hours. These are just small movies. They're just movies. They're like TV movies. It's not a yeah, series, I mean, really. And, and once you see the guy that plays Moriarty, I mean, he is the best Moriarty of any of the Sherlock's I've seen. And Cumberbatch is a really good Sherlock. You can't take him seriously with Cumberbatch's <laughs> last name. Well, better than Benedict as a first name. Oh, wait. But I'm telling you, Ron, you would like the acting in it. Uh, I'll definitely, when I get the chance, say it. Oh, I've seen this fucking guy on talk shows. He's dull as fuck. Uh, Chris, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I don't know how uh, bright it is how to be, uh, you know, saying on an international talk show that you're going to outbid everybody. How many listeners are going to be jacking that up just to fuck with you? I don't think any listener would do that. I think anyone that would do it would be serious about the, the price. Okay, yeah. All right. You got to be a registered eBayer to get in on it. The link is there on the Interabang. Anyone who wants to try, I'm willing to put it the bucks. What's your last uh, bid? Um, I am now up to. You have to bid over six hundred forty dollars to beat me. Why didn't he just tell me six forty? Why a long sentence for that? He could have just said six four. I said, "What's your bid?" Well, if you want to beat me, you have to bid over six hundred and forty dollars. So you're six forty, yeah. But see, what you don't understand is, if you want to beat that, you got to bid over six forty. I just thought something. Saturday, Fez or Hicks. 
Do I get the pick? Yeah. Picks. Yeah. How about for you, Shelby? Uh, I mean, you're talking about the sadder of two happy days. <laughs> <laughs> Joyous. Uh, I say Chris Stanley. Nice. Thanks, Shelby. So that's a Saturday for you? Yeah. David, David, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Buddy, the reason to watch Sherlock is Martin Freeman. He is unbelievable in it, just like he is in everything else. He's the star of the show, in my opinion. Yeah, he's always good. I mean, he's always uh, good. It, it is a tremendous show. I, I do think you'll like it when you got 18 hours to kill. Um, yeah, when I have that extra 18... Leslie said first time she ever saw Peter Rieger was as the robe guy in Chili Seasons of Winter, and she's loved them ever since. I think I'd seen him in his Boone and Animal House, but in uh, Chili Seasons of Winter, he played an unemployed jacket salesman who was just fucking like the guy's bum roommate. <laughs> Are there still even jacket salesmen, or is it just online? People buy jackets now. No, oh, there's stores. You live in New York City, you walk past stores. But to have your specialty just being jackets. Well, People don't get cold suits. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you that one. Suit jackets. <laughs> I'm thinking just like, you know, winter jackets, like a fucking North North Face. Why don't we do the Well, North Face isn't the type of jacket he was selling as, you know, suit jackets. That was right. the thing. But if you like, I'll walk you into some of these stores around here. There's a place that you walk by every day called Fifth Avenue. Oh, is there is there a place I can buy just shoes, or is Kiss that is that just in the interwebs? He's right, Chris. You're a fucking dick, and Shelby caught you. <laughs> see, I didn't see the film. I thought he was like a winter jacket salesman, not like a suit jacket salesman, a blazer salesman. So you spoke too soon. I did. I now I look like an idiot. Hate when that happens. Happens a lot. Really, fucking Einstein? Good one. I think the smart guy uses as an insult. I'm not the one who's not fucking hanging out outside getting SNL tickets because I'm a pussy. That's true. Chris in Indiana. Hey, Ron, I got, I got a question. Saturday, Don Rickles or Bob Newhart? Man, that's, you know, and they're two best buddies. I'm going to say Newhart because he's done the show. That's enough for me right there. When is that Rickles uh, salute to his birthday show? That's in early June. No, late May, excuse me. Uh, the Don Rickles All-Star Tribute on Spike TV. It's May 28th. Spike TV is Bar Rescue TV. It's 24 <laughs> hours a day of Bar Rescue. They're going to break into the Bar Rescue program and throw in some Rickles. Is there a show like that that we could invent? Because really, it's just a, a ripoff of that kitchen show. All right, so we have to figure out an industry that a lot of people have opened and say, all right, we know how to fucking fix it. 
All right. Laundromats. I got an idea. I could go in to successful radio shows, scream at them and change things until they become unsuccessful. <laughs> That'd be Radio Saver? Radio Saver. That's Rad- a perfect name. Radio Rescue. That makes more sense. I could do Podcast Rescue. That could everyone has a podcast. You you would not you would never run out of fucking people to yeah. rescue. Although with most of them, it's impossible to fucking help them. Do like sports team rescue. Like hey, help the Timberwolves out. You haven't been to the playoffs in ten years. Maybe don't just uh, draft you like seven footers from Europe. How are you feeling about your team today? I feel you know I'm down, but they just signed their coach to a multi-year deal. So that's pretty good. Are you surprised the Clippers got jacked up like that? Not, a, I'm. I think they're a good team, but I mean, going they're just you know like a flashy team. They don't have Durant. And then their whole uh, they're distracted by something an old guy said. Yeah, why get distracted? All right, Jerry Bark has sent this picture that he claims is the female Shelby. Are you even picking it up at all? It, she has lips. You know, it's nothing. She was. She's done the show. Serena Shake. She she was the uncover of um, Sports Illustrated two years ago. She did our show. Yeah, she came in for like ten minutes. Yeah, she just popped in. Arena Shake. You're thinking of Shelby. <laughs> Is that a Russian girl? Yeah, Russian. And she was like supposedly dating a soccer star, Ronaldo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I do remember her. She was actually too beautiful. She was like incredibly tall. Like it was fucking nuts. Yeah, but her beauty was like uncomfortable. Like if she if she was standing right here, yeah. her vagina would be at eye level with me. Like she was her legs were just were taller than her torso. Yeah, she said that. She goes, "Look at my vagina. It's right up against your producer's face." <laughs> <laughs> she just changed, and then she was after moose and squirrel. She just changed her name to eye level vagina. Could you ever get fucking comfortable if you married a supermodel, or would you just always think, what's she up to? You know it's going to fucking get badly, but might as well enjoy those few years, because it's, it's going to break up. I mean, That's true. It's like having a drug problem. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to end well, but should that ruin every high that you're having? Yeah, because like, ev- like, literally every dude in every room she's in is going to fucking go for it, and they don't give a fuck. doesn't matter who she's married to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a fucking supermodel. They're there, just going to fucking go for it. There was some other, like, Victoria's Secret, like, one of the top five hottest women in the world, and she just married some, like, Spanish basketball player that rode the bench for the Lakers, and everyone was just so pissed she wasn't dating, like, an all-star or something. But, like, probably in his country, he was the best player. Yeah, but you just don't... Marry or fall in love with people because they're good b-ball players. <laughs> everyone got pissed at. Where a else ki- fucking everyone be running at Durant right now? Why? <laughs> He's going to get fucking ass kicked by uh, SA. Well, everyone got pissed off when uh, Kate Upton was banging Mark Sanchez. Well, now she's dating that MLB player. I think Verlander, the pitcher. She just moved from one athlete to the next. Verlander does okay for himself. Yeah. He tears it up. The Kate Upton thing really feels over after the flop movie. She couldn't get that. She couldn't get to that next level. Yeah. She just fucking. She sputtered out. I'm telling you, the girl from the Blurred Lines videos. She's the next one that's gonna blow up or that's attempt been, to. It's been a year, dude. She would have blown up by now. I saw that she has some role in the next David Fincher movie. Yeah. And it has this some okay. crazy weird cast, like like people you would not think they'd be in some dark Fincher movie. Like, it has Affleck, and he supposedly murdered his wife, and then the girl from the Blurred Lines is like a supporting role in it. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, I definitely want to see this. 
I like David Fincher. The smile's great. It's called the wrap. Is it about like a kind of nice sandwich that you make and just like a little wrap? Oh, it's reported by the wrap. Oh, Gone Girl. Gone <laughs> what Girl. What a fucking moron. I'm moving fast here. He's at least a, I, I pull shit up on the computer, Shelby. He's got a new movie out called Drudge Report. <laughs> You're going to fucking love it. You think like a lot of actresses and comedians are just like they strive and just go to auditions and then they're just pissed to see Kate Upton just getting a lead role in a movie. That happens all the time. Look how many people get fucking radio shows because they were in a fucking lead movie. There's all kinds of kids out there. Oh, I want to have my own radio show. I've been working at it for years. Oh, we're giving a national show to somebody who just was in a fucking bad movie. Oh, okay. People go, how do you get your own radio show? I go, hmm. Play football. (laughs) And then when you're done, start talking about football. I'm pretty sure there's a porn star that does a fantasy football uh, show for us. If it's Lisa Ann, you're on serious. Not her real name. No, not her real name. But you would know her. She was in the uh, Sarah Palin porn parody. Believe um, me, I'm well aware. Charlie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Can't even come. Uh, I've, yeah. yeah. I got a million dollar idea for a TV show. Okay. Your grandmother would be proud. Hoagie Shop Rescue. We'd really just do it from Philadelphia up to Conjahawk and down the Marcus Huck. That would be as far as you go. <laughs> We're traveling to Linwood, Pennsylvania today. <laughs> All you guys keep to don't look. This is the big reveal. Look how many people live in the BD area. I'm looking over the statistics right now. Twenty two thousand cars come by this fucking <laughs> storefront every goddamn day. It's always the same shit. <laughs> we need signage. There's a lot of great young professionals here with a medium income of about fifty two thousand dollars. I got actually a good uh, idea from one of these shows it could be drowning rescue <laughs> where you're out if people are drowning you rescue them you pull them in the boat we're gonna plant people drowning right just in case no one fucking drowns yeah you almost drowned when you were a kid right that's yeah. why you never learned to swim yeah I mean I was in a pool I, possibly in I can't remember I was in a pool and my parents lost sight of me and I fucking <laughs> my parents lost sight of me and then I, I end up in a, and drowning in a pool, and they, according to my parents, a random dude, stranger, pulled me out and had to fucking save my life. Now, I have no recollection of this whatsoever. How old were you? Uh, I think I was like four years old, and they just, I just fucking disappear. But, but you don't remember it. Why would you have the fear? Are uh, you afraid to swim? I just, I, I don't, I always had like a fear like the ocean or whatever, like the mm-hmm. water. So, and then I just. That's called rabies. <laughs> And then I He's never. Right, you probably got bit by a bad dog. Fuck. Well, a good dog that had rabies. That could happen too. Just, the rabies ra- doesn't happen to evil dogs. The rabies turned the dog bad. I almost drowned at the Oregon coast. I didn't know about like tides, how they're coming. I saw all these kids just having a great time in the water, thinking I want to join in that. And then they all left the water, and then all of a sudden, just some wave came. All that this drowning in this disgusting salt water, and I think my dad just carried me back by the foot. I can't believe you'd have the weight to break the surface of the water. That's really just mean. I mean, there's no reason for it. Uh-huh. None. It's fucking heavy enough to fucking sink I have in the water. Density. <laughs> I don't know why I think everyone's almost drowned before, but some people just make a bigger deal out of it. I almost drowned before. Yes, everyone has. <laughs> One time I fell in the water and my brother pulled me out. Yes, we know. You didn't almost drown. You just fucking couldn't swim yet. My fucking parents just drilled into my head how freaked out they were. I was like, great, God. 
Um, here's uh, Eric. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hicks, what kind of uh, degenerate uses almost drowning as an excuse not to learn to swim? <laughs> Doesn't that motivate you to learn to swim? It's true. It's a little tardy. If you want to go down to the Y with the old ladies who fucking sit there with those boards and kick their feet. If you're not a child, I don't understand how you like don't know how to swim. Like you've watched the Olympics, you see the motion. It's not like you have to learn how to like kind of run. You just sort of know how to do it. I gotta agree with them there. Women in that bottle. It's just enough fucking practice. In like five minutes, you're like, look at me, I'm swimming. <laughs> I'm just never at the pool or the beach enough. But you know, like, oh, I'm You fine. took a fucking island vacation. Yeah. You could have learned how to swim on your first day and enjoyed yourself instead of sitting under a fucking beach umbrella while your chick is out talking to all kinds of fucking Jamaican dudes. No, that's not going down. <laughs> We're all enjoying drinks at the fucking bar. All inclusive, Shelby. Why go nice. to an island if you can't swim? <laughs> Why not just sit in fucking Queens and get hammered on drinks? Um, here's uh, Tom. Tom, Wisconsin. Buddies, happy Friday. Hey, I think you're right, Ronnie. I think everybody about everybody has just about drowned. Some actually have. We don't hear from them, but could you just take a couple minutes to do machine gun sound? Everybody's got a different machine gun sound, Ronnie. It's fascinating. I got passenger today, and I'm telling him the beauty of bop, 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 bop. I like kicks a lot. But just a couple minutes, please. please. All right, we'll just do it with the people on the show. This actually came to me from a friend of mine named Tim Tuttle who said, uh, he said, you know, machine gun sounds are like snowflakes. Everyone has a different one. So I'm like, bullshit. I went on the air and did it. Found out he was right. So just in the people in this room, what do you got, Hicks? <laughs> now mine is... <laughs> Fez? <laughs> All different sounds, <laughs> and yet everyone in the world feels like they do an okay machine gun sound. Oh, mine's great. But why aren't we even copying it from each other? It's not like we all went around making it like a different meow sound. We all do it the same way. But, you know, we're a dog bark. We're very similar to. But for machine gun sounds, we go off on our own. It's one of the few times that people show any individualism. Stunning. Maybe it goes back to like that first war movie you saw. And and you and you and whatever that however it sounded in that film or your exposure to it that's what you're gonna that's how you're gonna say but it's, it's like, still you doing the impression of it you don't sound like the war movie or if even what you were saying enough anyone who saw the same movie would have done it immediately every kid does a machine gun sound everyone sounds different it's very very weird very very weird. Um, Andrew, Andrew, I know you want to yell at Hicks about um, drowning, right? Right, of course. But well, before you, know, you, but before you do okay. this, um, could you just do us your machine gun sound? Sure. <laughs> Different. Uh, what did you want to say to Hicks? Well, in case you didn't notice, that dummy lives on an island. He should learn how to swim. Particularly when they're saying the rain's going to come fucking in today. And started sweeping people away. Jesus Christ. I gotta get the hell out of this city before the fucking time waves come. Remember when our old intern, uh, it was up to the first fucking floor of his house? Yeah. And now he moved out to Cali. How's he doing? 
As far as I know, he's doing okay. I think he's still looking for work. Why don't you try to check in with him tonight? I will. Give him a nice, hey, how are you? What up? Instead of being so goddamn antisocial. Greg, in Brooklyn. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, I got my own machine gun sound. Yeah. That sounds more like a sheep. Uh, Mark in Florida, you wanted to talk about Fez's eBay, but before we do that, let's hear your machine gun sound. Okay, but I'll probably blow off the mic. Uh... I'm far from blowing out the mic. Uh, what did you want to tell Fez about eBay? Um, I just want to double check. Fez bid uh, $640, right? Mm-hmm. Does his uh, eBay account start with a W for Watley? Yeah. Uh, then you've never won an eBay, it says right there. That's my Fez Watley account, so people will know it's me. I'm not putting my personal account out there. Oh, wow. And Ron knows oh, I've used eBay before. That's where I got that great Toot Shore uh, ashtray. All right. Can we look at everything you've ever bought on eBay, Fez? No, uh, w- no we haven't. Can, Can we? we? Oh, um, yeah, let me uh, remember that login. It's Todd Hillier. <laughs> uh, your password should probably be bad Christmas presents. It's an online store. I didn't know you could look at somebody's past history on there. It's weird. It's not weird. I do it with your porn stuff to see what you're looking at. You're getting into a lot of cuck stuff lately. Right? <laughs> a lot of cuck stuff. Um, hey, uh, here's uh, Pat in Maryland. Hey guys, um, I just wanted to agree with you a hundred percent about the machine gun sound. It mm-hmm. is very interesting that we all grow up with a different way of doing it. Yeah, and I think I have a theory. What's that? Um, uh, the first is that it's almost. I remember growing up; it was almost a competition. There was always one kid. Who seemed to do it better than others? Yeah, he was louder. He was great. He was basically a fucking sound effects machine. Exactly, and therefore his imaginary machine gun was better than the other kids. But the other part of the theory, I believe, so the first part is that you one practices, one gets jealous, blah yeah. blah blah. Let's hear the yours. Other is, you want to hear mine? Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That's yeah, pretty I, good. I, I, and also different. There's, a lot, there's now, a lot of war in my neighborhood growing up. Yeah, so I was the same way. We were always playing World War II and stuff. But the uh, I grew up with a kid that I guarantee you can do the best machine gun sound. He was a tall, thin black kid. His name was Michael Winslow. I haven't seen him in many years. But he was fucking amazing. You grew up with him? Yeah. And I guess he never got work from them. I mean, he had a dream that he wanted to go out and make noises and have people pay for him. That'll never work. Nothing ever works, Shelby. You know that as well as anyone. You got that Nothing right. ever works. I feel terrible about not having a party for the kids today. What happens to our team? Bad timing. Timing issues. He had nothing but time. It's going to be about 15 minutes late and a dollar short. That doesn't even make sense. We gave him money. All right, so just time short. Short on time, not money. Anything you want to do with the kids in the last uh, break that's coming up? 
you have stuff pulled that like stuff that they had done on the air that maybe they could remember no I'm gonna break here right back Ron and Fez Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Raw Dog thing about Ron Bennington, he tries to give everybody their chance to state their point of view. And I understand we've got an upset coat worker here. Handsome Johnny Tubestake. Handsome, come on in. Yeah, hi. What are you upset about today, Johnny? Well, I mean, I, I heard uh, through the grapevine, as in every other person, that uh, Norris accepted another phone number from someone else here. Now, does that make you really angry? You look like you're furious. Not angry, but she's doing it the wrong way. Because if uh-huh. she wanted a $200 dinner, she's not going to get it now. Really? Mm-mm. You, the, the fact that she took a phone number for somebody has you angry. Oh, I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. But just more taken aback that she did it not discreetly. Now, you thought that you had a real Real thing. connection. Yeah. All right, let's, um, let's bring Norris in and... The, you know, the person who was behind this is your friend, Matt. I know. And you're, boy. Not, you're not mad at Matt. No, no you're, definitely not. You're mad at Norice. Absolutely. Um, Norice, are you surprised by this? Super surprised. Wow. I, I've I know, looking in the face right now. Wow. I've known Johnny for a long time. I've never seen him this angry. I'd go so far to say that he's New Jersey angry. Uh, if you look at his eyes. Now. I'm leaning towards Matt now. Oh, for sure. Oh, damn. Wow. Damn. <laughs> I don't think he'll take you on a $200 date. I think he will. Really? Yeah, because he's that nice. <laughs> so, the, so the point that you had, that what you were putting out here was a $200 dinner. Yes. And, that was, and you think Matt will probably end up taking her to Grace Papaya. Oh, yeah. And not even get the specials, just get the one hot dog. I've never seen the the crowd so excited about a leaving intern. Now, I admit, most of our interns that leave here tend to look more like Vito. <laughs> <laughs> but Norice has stayed under my protection bubble, and I will give you credit for this, Johnny. You did understand that she was an intern. Absolutely. You stayed hands off. Mm-hmm. You felt like you had you know, planted some seeds and were watching it grow. And, at the and then right, a foot came, just yeah. stomped it. And, and that foot was who? Uh, 
Norris. It was her own foot. Why aren't you blaming Matt for this? Seriously. Because she should have just rejected the number outright. You're mad that she would even consider. Absolutely. Now, you weren't asking her to get married. No. You weren't asking her to go steady. Mm-mm. It was just the fact that two guys work at the same place. She should have said, I'm sorry, I already have plans with Johnny. Or at least done it discreetly. Like well, a normal like, girl. He didn't actually say, like, let's go on a date. He was just like, do you go to Astoria? And I was like, no, not really. He goes like, all right, just let me get your number. We could chill. Well, wait a minute. So, at a place you don't so go to? to at me, a place you don't go to? To me, it's like, you know, he's just trying to chill. He's like a friend. And <laughs> then maybe. Yeah, maybe that would lead to something. Now, I have to tell you, we got the word, because I wouldn't even know about this. She didn't come to me and tell me. I got the word from Michelle. And Michelle's like, <sighs> yeah. Michelle's like... Matt, well, Michelle told Fez, and Fez came and told us, and then the weird thing is Fez likes Matt. Uh, A lot of times, yeah. That's like finding out someone's grandfather likes you. Yeah. Maurice, you should really hook up with handsome Johnny. (laughs) No. Fez, don't you think Michelle was the, the one behind this working? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So I got a second bone to pick. I got a bone to pick with her. She's trying to spread gossip. She's playing a little Cupid. She is. Or anti-Cupid. Now, so you're saying that everybody down there in the, what I call, vape hall. You know what I mean? (laughs) New music coming in, but a vape first, motherfucker. (laughs) So all you vapors were down there going, hey, anybody check out the Dominican chick? (laughs) (laughs) Hit it. And everyone knew it should have been hands off. Yes. Now, Johnny, let me t- just take this another way. Why don't, instead of being angry and furious, why don't you just think, I'm willing to compete for this girl's yeah, affection? I'm going to take you out on the best date. Yes. That's what you should be doing. But right. you $300 do dinner. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't have to be monetary value. I can take you on a different date that doesn't have to cost any money. It'll still blow you away. Exactly. So you should So maybe that's what I'll do. But I'm not going to spend money on it anymore. I'm not going to go but, crazy with it. But can you guarantee this won't end in a hate rape? Because you seem very <laughs> angry. Yeah, I had to say it, but you... Yeah, I don't have I mean, to like, do I've that. heard some stories. and I'm, He's like American Psycho right now. <laughs> I know. He seems like one of those Kennedy kids. <laughs> yeah. But not the ones with the last name Kennedy. The other fucking crazy ones. I never saw you this angry before. You're always an easygoing guy. Very easygoing. I just yeah. don't like that she didn't do it discreetly, like a normal person. She did. I wouldn't have even known unless I got the word no. passed down to me. So I got a bone to pick with Michelle then. Uh, don't go back to Michelle because she's very <laughs> sensitive. Why don't, why don't we just say, yeah, why doesn't everybody just say, this happened? It took place? Ev- everyone has the chance to try. Everyone that's in her age bracket. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Not no one over ones. or under. Yeah. Um, well, if we're not going to have any unders. We're not going to be twelve-year-old <laughs> boys trying to date you. I hope um, not. That'd be weird. Yeah. Uh, here's Bunny. Bunny, go ahead. Hey, um, I'm not really a huge Norris uh, like supporter, but right now, um, Tube Steaks there, he's a little full of himself. I think. Well, what makes you feel like he's full of himself? Well, he's like, um, you know, he, he he's like, well, you, you, I was interested in you, so you shouldn't be, you know, going around anybody else. Cause, well, I'll you know. say this. The weird thing about Johnny is he's not mad at Matt, since I, ma- I imagine you told Matt how you feel. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, he's the guy who 
snaked you. Well, maybe I'll put it this way. I've never been used to Maybe I've never had to compete before. Maybe I'm not used to that. So maybe I have to sort of adjust. Oh, now I'll have to, to start. Compete so before. maybe I'll have to work on that a little bit. Yeah. He's very oh. handsome. <laughs> oh, jeez. I could care less how handsome he is. Fair enough. What does your soul look like, Johnny? Also handsome. Yeah. What does anyone's soul look like? That's, just, <laughs> that's the strangest question we've ever had. Deep. Yeah. Well, chew on that for a little bit. Also, Rorschach, I love you, buddy, and I'm so happy you're home from the hospital. What was exactly going down with Rorschach? We tried to well, check on him yesterday. No one got back to us. Yeah, he was um, He was in the hospital for a few days. He it started out having the flu. I don't know how much he wants to share with everybody, but started out having the flu. They found out what was wrong with him, and now he's back home, and he's got his little baby kitties there waiting for him. Good. So just happy for him. He's a good, good man. He is. We all love him very much. Yeah. Okay, uh, thanks, guys. Thank you. See, that's the thing about you, Johnny. It kind of turned off to some girls. Because, you know, you're angry. No one's used to an angry person this asking someone new, out for a drink. This is a new emotion for me. I have to I have to I have to get used to it. He was saying he's so mad he might plug an amp in. Like he's that mad on the coffee house. Okay, I did not know the <laughs> reference. And if I and I work here and don't yeah. get it. So I can't imagine the, you know, at work listener going, Where's this going? Plug an amp in. It's all acoustic over at the coffee house. All acoustic. Do you drink coffee all day? And you drink coffee while you're listening to songs? I'm actually, I'm not a coffee drinker. I tried. I, I can't do it. I let's, get... Then let's just call that station the house. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That works for me. What are you playing there? Well, it's the studio. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have the American psych- for the American For the American Psycho <laughs> plug. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Genesis was a band. <laughs> I remember the first time I read that book back in the 80s, and I felt like I was nuts. <laughs> I felt like this is the craziest thing I've ever read. I still think the book goes way further than the movie. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Um, LT wants to get in on this. Go ahead, LT. Oh, no. Handsome, dirty dick, two-state Johnny's a jealous man whore. Oh, poor baby. It's <sighs> cute. Wow. I didn't see this. WWE stock plunges 50%. Holy shit. You guys were just telling me they're like the NFL of wrestling. Like they can do no wrong. Yeah, with that WWE network is supposed to just revolutionize everything. Is that the NBC Universal deal that they have? Is that who they have it with? Yeah, they just re-signed to keep Raw on USA and SmackDown on Sci-Fi. And that made the stock plummet. Why? I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm a, I don't know shit about stocks or business. I'm gonna throw my I'm gonna throw my hat into this thing. I'm gonna guess that I don't know why they're laughing at me. That because Raw didn't go like exclusive to the WWE network, which they're resting their entire future on, at least in pay per view sales, that people freaked out and like, oh my, you should, you should just be banning TV altogether. Just go put everything into that network. Make only way to get WWE content is paying that ten bucks a month. Somebody on Twitter is saying that Vince McMahon. Lost 357 mil on, at least on Pip shit. Like, shit, where's he going to fucking get that? (laughs) But a friend of his is going to start loading trucks on the weekend, (laughs) so that should help him. But you know who doesn't know shit about stocks, still? My money manager. (laughs) Motherfucker, I'm never liquid. There's something happening where, no, you can't have it. 
Do, so, I, do I still up. got it? Oh, you got it. Yeah. Can I get it? No. No, you can't get it. How's that work again? It's almost like someone saying, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep your money in my wallet. And you'll never see it again. It sounds like you just Maybe fucking Maybe when you me. get older, I'll show it to you. <laughs> um... Well, this is going to hurt, I guess, all the WWE heads out there, because I guess they all went right out and bought stock, all the fans, right? I know a guy who fucking bought stock right before the uh, network mm. like launched, and he just got killed. I wonder if Vito buys stocks. No, Vito doesn't buy stocks. <laughs> Vito doesn't even buy socks. He buys chicken stock. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, you need that if you want to make a nice fucking, you know, broth for yourself. Yeah. Your broth on. They say there's no bad, that if store-bought stock is the same as if you made it yourself. Don't even waste your time. Wow, so throwing them bones in there, fucking trying to get all that tastiness out, it's a waste of time? It's bullshit. Wow, are you talking nuts. <laughs> um, now, Norais, you this took you by, stock, by shock. <laughs> yes. But... A lot. Yeah. At first, you were very upset with him, but now maybe you're warming up again, or no? I don't think so, no. Mm. Wow. It's like Matt's all over this thing. Matt Gi- Matt is winning right now. Cause Giant looks like a And bitch. I wasn't even thinking of Matt. Like, let's, like should, you know, I'm going to go on a date with him. I wasn't even going to think Now that. you're going to actually have sex with him and tell Johnny <laughs> while it's happening. Yeah. Guess what you're missing out on? I'm Check out Matt the selfie. Since yeah. they're working together. Yeah, I know. Isn't like, make- Matt, make sure you tell Johnny we went on this date. Now, isn't it weird that they're both buddies? I know. And without the other person knowing, they each went. So I guess you've been telling everybody for a while, Johnny. I'm sorry? No, you've been telling everybody, like, uh, um, as you put it, working Norris. And then after she leaves here, I'm going to give it a week or so and then have a date with her. Matt knows that and then makes the move. That would I don't be know like if he knew. I don't, I don't go around telling people I'm going to go talk to this intern after it's done i keep that stuff private i mean okay he told me dtf i'm not even gonna say what kind oh, of, no. What, no 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 what the context <laughs> was pretty sure it didn't happen but yeah i'd go with johnny i think matt kind of has the like you know he's the quiet nice guy but has like dateline murder written all over it <laughs> you realize how gay you are right? i'm with shelby what the fuck i think matt needs someone a little more mature no. Fez, stop chasing straight boys. <laughs> young, young straight boys. <laughs> no, either way, I'm okay. I was taken aback by it. Yeah. I'm okay. Now you've calmed down. Now I, you've had the chance. I'm, st- I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Maybe Brazilian Jolie tried to give her another <laughs> chance. Still no, right? Isn't she still in Brazil? Yeah. Well, She's no, deep I mean, underground after what you did to her. Can't do long distance. Go down for World Cup. You can't do long distance. No. Doesn't work out. John just likes to hit it and quit. <laughs> <laughs> all these euphemisms, your DTF, hit it and quit it. Yeah. He said, said GTL. Like, what the fuck is that? Someone's, someone's still getting ASL. Out Jersey, sure. <laughs> well, it's long distance runaround, not turnaround. <laughs> turnaround is what we do on Bar Rescue. I think uh, Norris is interesting, though, that she just, it also just took one thing for her to say, nope, that's it, done. Short, short fuse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if we get into a fight? Like another fight? I'll just tell you right now, you'll get stabbed because she's Dominican. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You're going to bleed out, Johnny. Worth it. Anything that I find, throwing it <laughs> I'm but glad, we're getting, I'm glad we're getting this out of the way now. Why does this make you like Matt more? 
because he's the sweetest one. Yeah, but he I'm, is sweet. Not this. Is, I'm passionate about this. No, you're not passionate. <laughs> In a horrible way. What if he put the two hundred dollar dinner back on the table? No, staying with Matt. <laughs> two fifty. <laughs> Streets like an eBay auction. <laughs> Speaking of an eBay Plus option, shipping. keep fucking writing in and jacking Fez's price up. That's what I'm going to do all weekend. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You need seven twenty five to beat me now. By the way, if you spent seven twenty five on this, I might beat you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be furious if I see you waste that much money. I'll be pissed. It's a lot. It's almost a whole date for Norris. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Dominican boys would never act this way, right? No, not at all. Just go straight to stabbing. Um, well, they won't take me to two hundred dollars dates. <laughs> right. Oh my god. But you, you know, two hundred fifty dollars make a lot of fucking plantains. You know, <laughs> no presidentes. And I like those. <laughs> sure you do. Of course you do. Plantain dinner. Um. Yeah. Here's our buddy John in Massachusetts. Hi, John. Hey, guys. I got two things. Uh, Johnny doesn't realize he got turned down, which is worse than being dumped, because at least he got somewhere if you were dumped. And secondly, why would Norris have any loyalty towards Johnny? He offered her a $100 dinner. She said no. I mean, you lose, dude. Pretty sure it was 200 not 100 not 100 a piece, though, 100 I'm not, plates. I'm not a peasant. I'm not a peasant, okay? <laughs> but you were putting your meal in there with it. I'll give you one thing to remember, Johnny. If you're great at something, people will tell you you're great at it. But if you have to tell people you're great at it, you're probably not that great at it. It's so. like what Chris is always telling me when he's a super producer. I'm awesome, Ron. <laughs> Fucking trust me. <laughs> Fuck, everything's going great. Fucking handsome Johnny just got his ass beat by Matt. Mm. Feels pretty shitty, huh? No, not really. All right, see now now he's trying to shut down and fucking close off his emotions. Matt came in with the nice guy gimmick, and that's that's a smart move with girls. Right? How yeah. nice was he right here? Yeah, he was unbelievable. He was really nice. And when your name came up, it, all he said was nice stuff. I'm not bashing Matt. I still love Matt. Yeah, sure. His problem is with me. We're just gonna have to work. We're gonna have to work through this. You think we can start calling him basketball, Matt? I'm trying to get that going. No one else will pick up on Does it. Does he? Play? I don't know. No, he play. doesn't play, but Just he basketball knows man. a lot. He, he does know a lot. I'm fine with that. All right. Ball Just try to get that up and down the halls. Get it with the vape squad. When the vape squad gets <laughs> Who's the big vaper down there? I don't know. I mean, Is it would, Rob? No, Rob never vapes. I wish he would vape. Make him so much cool. He's already freaking cool, and if he just add a vape to it, like... Just Can I just tell level. you something about Rob? Tell me. Cherish him. Oh, Believe yeah. me. Cherish him. I love that, man. It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Never leave. <laughs> Stay as long as you can. Um, I think Rob and I only have one disagreement with something stupid Fez did. I can't even remember what it was. It was the only time we ever had a disagreement. I made. I was dumb enough to stick up for Fez. I can't even remember why. Um, Zach, you're Zach. You're on the running Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. I have to say, man, that uh, Maurice was mysteriously sexy and she had a cute voice, nice little laugh. And uh, when she put a price tag on that meal she wanted, that just gettified fucking everything about her, man. <laughs> that just fucking... <laughs> She's a girl in totally what she wants. Yeah. Totally yeah, but, you know, she don't want to go to Sizzler. And that's happened exactly. to her before. I respect yes, that. Yes, it has. Yeah. Lobster? Fridays. I had to pay for a dinner once. Really? Some guy. Some Puerto Rican guy, actually. 
who owned a Mercedes. I don't get it. So I had to pay for the dinner. He you stole that Mercedes. Mer- he stole that Mercedes. <laughs> did he forget his wallet or did he just flat out ask you to pay? No, he had like $10 with him. On a thing he knew he knew it was a date. He only had ten dollars on yeah, it. Where were you eating? Yeah. Orange Julius? <laughs> <laughs> he had a Puerto Rican Mercedes or a Pontiac. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well who knows? Maybe maybe white guys aren't for you, Nurice. I I guess not. Not the ones like you with those blue eyes. Mm. Oopsie. Oh, oh, oh she just melted a little bit there. <laughs> You never saw Blue Eyes until you came into the city, right? <laughs> she, she screamed the first time she saw them. Yes, so many, and you got shelves right here. Oh. <laughs> Shelv, how come you never asked for a date? From Norris? Not from anyone, you fucking asexual duck. Vito. We've known you now for fucking, what, eight he months? He does talk to Vito a lot, I have to say. They have some I know, they're best buddies, yes. yeah. Send Vito away, because we got to say goodbye to Vito. Come on, Vito. I can't oh, Vito. stand I'm gonna miss Vito. We don't have to. I know I'm not gonna see him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> with your show, you know, what if with your show, the people ask for a second season? Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. Vito, so you're kind of like Norris's big brother, right? Yeah. yeah. You got basketball Matt, <laughs> the man whose great really name. nickname is barely hanging on right now. <laughs> And handsome Johnny Tubestick. As a big brother, who would you feel more comfortable with Nuri's going out with? We go with him. With handsome Johnny? Yeah. With Johnny? How come? The other guy was trying way too hard. Really? Trying so you way saw too through hard. his nice guy shit? He was shit. trying way too hard. Okay. I was sitting over there and I was just like, come on, man. This is bullshit. You don't like a nice guy act? I don't like a nice guy. I like a nice guy. Not a uh-huh. nice guy act. It was way over the top. It's fair. Um, I like how he's... Okay with that he's a scumbag. Okay, so he puts it, he wears it on his sleeve. Yeah. Now, I like how would that. you feel about, like, Shelby Zach, of being asexual? <laughs> Shelby, do you, have you got one buddy in the city in the eight months that you've been here? Nope. Just busy. Busy? You are not busy. He refused to come to the my Super Bowl party. It was like six dudes. <laughs> around a fucking shitty sub. He would have had a great time. The fucking game was awesome. The fucking guys like you hang out with all look like War Child from Point Break. I feel like every party is just that. <laughs> You're 16. I think we should shotgun him. We'll get drug fast. It's always six guys with no fucking shirts on. Right out of beer, bro. Seriously, these are the guys you grew up with? Um, Some grew up with, some high school, some college. It's a mixed bag. I would say that they're holding you back, but since you're not moving anyway... <laughs> You might be perfect for you. We have a good time. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Shelby missed it. I really was kind of hurt. Uh, hey, Matt. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, buddy. It's Ronnie. Any chance next week we can get a dating game you can host and uh, Chris could shit produce it? The thing is, I don't speak Spanish, so if I was going to find three guys, I'm really thinking maybe you shouldn't date out of your ethnic background. I think so, too. You've got a lot of Dominican pride. I do. I I love it. I yeah. respect that. He doesn't want. I asked him this. We should go dancing, and he's like, "What did you say?" I said, "I forgot." I don't know how to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Which about, is a bummer. Yeah. It's just. But I said I was willing to learn. I said I'd go take lessons no, you with you. I did. I don't remember that. Yeah. 
too busy thinking about the money. Would you guys, would this be considering just a dance-off where they both dance? <laughs> Do it. And I throw I Vito, like that. I throw I like Vito that. in and Shelby. <laughs> Would you be willing, Shelby, to do a dance-off? Oh, my God, we have to, we have to do this. Kill a dance-off. You'll kill it? Johnny, you in? I guess. Oh, my God, let's do this. I mean, I can't Fez, be. call can't Matt be. now. <laughs> okay. And let him know. We're going to. Uh, do we need to break or can we go straight through? We can go straight through or we can break. We're, we're good either way. Let's break. All right. So we're going to have the time. And then we're gonna uh, no, we're gonna do a bachata, bachata uh, dance off. We could do a bachata. Yeah. Or merengue. Merengue is easier. No, it's gonna be right now. Oh my god. I don't have the right shoes. <laughs> it's on now, Vito. You know, Vito knows. Too, he, he showed me a little salsa before. Okay, so maybe he'll so, end up winning. I had the right shoes on that day. <laughs> salsa's little. Do we know what music we're getting? Um. Here's uh, Del Rey. Del Rey, you're on the run for the show. Hi, uh, I'm new to vaping. I was wondering, I keep hearing this vapor launch. What's a hot, uh, what's a good vape up there? What do you guys use? You know, I don't want to sit around. I'm not in the music department, so I don't have a chance to vape all day long and <laughs> use it to act like I'm looking for new songs. But, but you know, before vapes, the guy who smoked pot at the station, everyone knew, and it was always the music director, any fucking place that I ever worked. Uh, and then he would have coke when the record guys would come around. He'd always be like, "Hey, come on in. We're playing this. Here's your fucking piece. <laughs> we're all in this together." Um, but we won't let them know what fucking songs they're going to get. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, don't let them yeah. know. No. So we're just gonna dance on our own. Yeah, you're gonna be dancing right there. No dance partner, just like yeah. dancing. Yeah. Unless you want to dance with, with I, her. I would just embarrass myself further. Okay, yeah. so yeah, solo dancing. <laughs> yeah. Fez, is Matt on the way? Oh, I thought we were going to break first. We're not going to break. I'll get Matt. All right, let me go to break, and then we'll come back and do dance off. Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99. Uh, it's our intern's last day today, and uh, did he just push you away? No. That's not your position to push him away, Shelby. He has to be able to be there for you. What was he doing wrong? Well, first of all, he doesn't have a mic up, Narisa's, and I was just coming to take a look at the board to make sure was he was doing that correctly. He needs to pot Ronnie up, too. Shelbs, it doesn't help as you're learning to push away the senior producer. <laughs> I've never worked. Like, if we were in the military, and you wouldn't be able to say to Sergeant, get out of here, I know how to shoot this machine gun. I know what I'm doing. I've been launching missiles from us a week now. <laughs> Don't do that again in the future. Learn from him. I was just making sure yours was on. There's a... Uh Gonna turn every mic on since they were all just making sure you're. Yeah, but on. you don't push them away. Yeah. Let them pop it on and then you show you. And then Fez was saying you didn't even have the levels right. Uh, Matt is down here as everybody tries to yeah. wait back. a respectable Hi, couple of Hi. weeks. Good to see you again. Before they ask Norris out. Now, have you guys ever done this with an intern before? Have both of you ever fallen for an intern? Not me together? No, no, no. Separately, together. you have? 
Possibly, yeah. Or have I fallen for John, are you asking? Oh, God, no. <laughs> every day. That's, no. Yeah. Every day. Come on in, oh. Michelle. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> done with you. Why gossip, are you. Gossip queen. Why are you done with Michelle? Because she just wants to stir up trouble. That's what she wants. Michelle, did you know that Johnny really came in here? And I mean, he was saying red. Oh, Sing, anger? Yeah, just it, so it, furious. Because he has crabs? Not because he was, has crabs. is because he felt like... That could have been from me. We were all working against him. I was. Yeah. Now, would you pick Matt over Handsome Johnny? We, we've been through this, and I would 100% pick the stable, wonderful, <laughs> handsome, highly intelligent, never you're lies. About, you're talking about John, right? Why do you faster. play yourself wow. down? Cause no, I don't feel like John. I think John's getting a bad rap from all this. It's more That's just Michelle has a bone to pick with me, which is, oh. I'm fine with. What, what, hi. What's, hi. What's that about Johnny? She doesn't say hi right. I say hi, and she just stares. <laughs> so I'm trying to teach her how to properly introduce herself in social situations because she's having a little bit Call of trouble. Call Professor Henry Higgins right over wow. there. Wow. Uh, Henry Higgins. Henry Higgins. <laughs> Hello. No. Michelle, are you going to help us judge the dance-off? Oh, that's oh, why I'm geez. here. Yeah. Now, I've never seen this situation before. There must be something special about Norris that we've never seen in an intern before. She's heavenly. She really is. And when her new show starts, her Instagram show, America and Beyond is going to understand that. Now, in the meantime, no one cares that Vito's leaving. No. And that's I saw I saw your graduation picture yesterday and I was really moved by it. How was graduation day? Graduation day was great except for before graduation. What happened? I'm standing outside taking pictures with my family and my girlfriend. Some fucking homeless guy walks up and he stares at my girlfriend's ass and says, "Nice ass." And I say, "Turn the fuck around." And then he goes, "Why don't you turn that bitch around?" <laughs> So I, I fucking rip off my graduation gown, throw it at my girlfriend, take off the hat, and I chase him two blocks. Did and then you he catch ran. him? No, he ran in the middle of traffic, and I was like, I was just like, I hope you get hit by a fucking car. I've never seen anyone chase a homeless guy. <laughs> I was so it's, mad. I, I mean, was so mad. He doesn't have a home. What? He has no home, probably because he's insane. I was so mad. I was, and then, like, some MTA worker comes up to me. He's like, why are you going to ruin your graduation day, man? And I was like, what fucking advice do you have to give me? Like, you're wearing an orange jumpsuit right now. <laughs> Don't judge him. Can, yeah. Can I tell you something? You could have made this easier for everybody and you got away from any of the problems just turn that bitch around you know what I mean should've just turn that, turn bitch, that around. bitch around should just turn that bitch around yeah turn that Let bitch around look. that's the song I'm gonna dance to by the way uh, by, by the way you're gonna have to get used to people staring at your girlfriend's ass I know you know you're not gonna get around that that's not yeah. you can't get around that ass yeah it's like looking into the, it's like looking into the sun yeah all right, we're better, ready to start the dance contest. Who's going to go first? I'm so excited. Is it dueling banjos that you're going to yeah, Well, Ooh. I don't know. Do you want to go first, um, Vito? You want to be the first sure, one out there? I mean, if you think so. I thought yeah. the best would go last. But. <laughs> um, I'm sure everyone wants to go last. <laughs> right, well, Shelby, let's put Shelby up the, there. Like yeah, yeah, let's put Shelby first. Shelby. Oh, Shelby's yeah. 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 You're in it, too. You're in the What's contest, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Oh, now it's fucked up for you. You could just stand here and watch and just say, hi, you're dancing. Now, do we want Shelby to dance to American or bachata music? We pulled some bachata music. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's Why get. Not yeah, let's get it going. Where are we playing? 
Oh, that's good. That is pretty good. It's moving his hips really well. Oh! I like that. This is already intimidating. I don't yeah. have this kind of moves. Oh! Yeah. Shit! Can't get around that ass. Oh my God. Turn that bitch around. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing good. You're doing good. All right. I think that was perfect. That was perfect. Go, Shelby. Nice work. Shelby's in the lead. I'm very impressed. That was actually very good. Seriously, it's like yeah. it's like when you get your snake high. I mean, that was... And the eye contact. Yeah, yeah. very like good. Up, there was you know. no blinking. Do you know how much... By the way, do you know how much money you could make doing that in the village? <laughs> <laughs> I like Bank that fucking midnight cowboy you right now. I play fucking Ratso Rizzo. <laughs> wow, Shelby, that was stunk. I, I'm gonna say right now, unbeatable. I don't see him getting beat. Wrap it up really with these like two that. losers over yeah. here in yeah. the corner. Can I right. beat that? Johnny, you're on the uh, you're on deck now. I'm on deck. Yeah. Does that mean I'm up? Yeah, you're yes. up. Dance, you motherfucker. I right, wait. He's like you're waiting. All right, so that was a great one right off the bat, and. Uh, let's play some bochata music. Hola. Oh, that's good. There's some Mr. Blonde in this. I guarantee you, after those two dances, <laughs> I honestly think that Fez has probably already had an orgasm. <laughs> that board's going to be unusable. Be careful up. with your neck, Fez. Oh. I don't jerk it with that. Oh, <laughs> let's not say jerk it in front of the kids. Inappropriate. Every one of these dancers is fantastic. We're going to have to put this up on the internet forever. No, we don't have to. All right, ready? I like it so far. Right, sure. Yeah. I'm hard. Now it's time to bring Brilliant. in Vito, the Vito. big guns. Oh, Vito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know. You got this, Vito? Yeah. Vito, over into the center. Oh, hat off. And, but, yeah, take the hat Respect. off. Turn that bitch around. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> he wants no, a he nice shoes. Yeah. I don't want the shoes. Nobody got the shoes. It's my last day. We should get like a merengue. It's faster. Yeah. Matt was actually feeling the music, he though. Was, he was. He was. was yeah. He has rhythm. I but like because it. you were saying you couldn't dance at all, I believed you. No, that's a lie. But yeah. That's, yeah. That's, not a lie. That's, that's, that's a, a lie. train dance. That's a train <laughs> dance. <laughs> all right, he is mugging her. <laughs> this is dangerous. Be careful her Oh, wow. Oh, lots of spinning. Oh, dip, dip. Nobody got hurt. Heavy footed. Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was actually frightening. It was like watching a mugging. Is that what but happened like when you were though. running after the homeless man? Sorry, yeah. Aggressive. No, I got like adrenaline when I after him, and I was fine. But like that, that just, I'm done for the day now. <laughs> you got a bachelor's uh, degree in dancing now. Uh, <laughs> this will be on the director's cut of the halls once we put it out. But Norris, I just also want to put that out. Those are not pants. I don't know what you're wearing, but that cannot be considered pants. Okay. That's extra skin. <laughs> um, all right, Norice, it's up to you now. Oh, that, it's up to me? Uh, yeah, it was, everybody was fantastic. Let's just let the first person that you think that you would say did not make the cut. Oh, wow, that's hard. Yeah. That's really they hard. They all gave their heart. Yeah, even, like even Shelby, you impressed me. Uh, Gotta get this rose. <laughs> this is hard. Somebody's out right now. This is so sad. Um. <laughs> yes. It's got to be him. Vito, that wrestling match yeah. that you put on. That was beautiful. Yeah. I think it was great. She was just too it horrific. Was just too, too, it was heavy. Too She's just sexually intimidated. When he though. first went to grab her, it was fucking yeah. horrible. <laughs> and the fact that his feet were just slamming forward <laughs> on the ground. Like the Flintstones. It was. It was Aww. bad. It was bad. I think everybody's and scary. just too turned on right now to give me credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like if a special needs kid is holding a kitten until it dies. <laughs> you don't know your own strength. Let's call him Lenny. Okay. Yeah, like, we'll no, I, I don't want that Lenny. again. <laughs> so soft. All right. So we've got three <laughs> basketball Matt, handsome oh, Johnny, great name, and I like B-ball lonesome Matt. Shelby, the downtown twink. <laughs> 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 Shelby, you surprised me. Because he started off. He started Shelby off. Surprised yeah, he, me. he got. He has a lot yeah, of credit for starting Shelby it off. Because Shelby surprised me. Yeah. And so did Matt. Aww. Johnny. Johnny was Mr. Blonde. Wow. I can't. I understand. <laughs> but that just makes it, was, it easier for me. Seriously, I thought he was going to cut off a cop's ear. He was so good. <laughs> All right, now. Then, it, yeah. Shelby. Shelby, who stunned us all. No. Which leaves. Basketball, man. I think he was amazing. Got moves. Wow. Oh, wow. Moves. I do. It was romantic. He was felt the music. He well, really good did. job by Stanley by choosing that music. Good job. Yeah. I did appreciate that. Did you know that. what songs you were even grabbing? Uh, search Romeo Santos. Ooh. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Romeo. All right, they bachata. You picked good exciting. songs, Chris. Basketball Matt wins the heart I'm okay of with the young her. lady. Yes. Handsome Sorry. Johnny. It's okay. Feeling like it's a tortoise and a hare here, aren't you, Handsome mm. Johnny? I gotta say though, basketball Matt, those moves took me by surprise too. Oh, Do you want to date him too? It's what it after those fucking moves. <laughs> God damn. I'm telling you right now. Hypnotic. I feel a three-way kiss coming personally. Oh, oh my God, she's an oh. intern. I mean, tomorrow. That only yes. <laughs> <laughs> today, hypothetically, yeah. today Purely hypothetically, in like twelve hours. Yeah. HR. She's the reverse Cinderella. <laughs> I feel like when I, I want to sign her up for another thing just to keep her safe. Um... <laughs> This is a blow to your reputation. It's another blow. Though. Yeah. But, you know, I have to live, live on, move on, take some dance classes, I guess. Maybe your new nickname can be Fading Gigolo. Fading Gigolo. <laughs> Am I already long nickname? 
Yeah. Well, she chose. The lady chose. Yeah. Now it's back to the music department for more vaping. More vaping, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much they vape down there? I don't understand vaping. They put legal oils in their vaporizers, legal in some states, and then they vape before they listen to music. Like that heightens the experience. I'm it assuming. does heighten the experience, right. yeah. but in a legal way. Yeah. In some states. Where in talk we try to deaden the experience. Right. Like, make it. Make what it. What pills do we have? Kill. Kill it. Yeah. Down kill the feelings. This was beautiful. This yeah, it really was. Maybe one of my favorite days in my life. Have there been many dance-offs on Ron and Fez? I don't remember one ever. Fez? No, I believe this is the first one. I know Fez danced at a strip club one night, and the place was literally... And Fez was in a G-string. The place was going crazy, and then a Russian fucking mob owner was screaming at me, get him off the stage right now. I will fucking kill you if he's not off the stage. And I go, he's getting off the stage. That was my plan, to get him off the stage. Get him so he could be hired, right? Yeah, that was the only thing I wanted to do. Get that man. I'm yes. glad you brought it up first. I was ready to say it. But that was probably the closest we've ever come. And Fez is quite the dancer. He oh, is. yeah. yeah he, we were dancing earlier to Michael Jackson in the hallway. Well, they were blaring the, what it. What is the amount of Michael Jackson being played today? Why is it all about? I guess it's the launch of the new channel. Yeah, the channel's been launched for a few days. I meant that. Yeah. All right. No, yeah. What channel is it? 50, I think? Sure. Well, that's good because you don't. there's no place you can listen to Michael Jackson music mm -hmm. on the planet Earth. No. Nope. Mm -mm. No, we got a spot. <laughs> Thank God. It's is this going to be every hit that he's ever done? Sure. Forever. What's your Michael Jackson peak? What year or like a song? Either one I'll take. I go peak is uh, bad. Bad for you. Shall? Wow. You know, it's Janet Jackson's birthday today. Oof. Oh, God bless her and her, and her breast. <laughs> um, yeah, can, Michelle, can we recreate the Rolling Stone cover? Oh, my God, please. Oh. I want to see that. Oh, my God. Jesus. No. Michelle, I'll hold your chest. Well, Michael Jackson tomorrow. peak? You might my Michael Jackson. I remember um, when... Uh, I remember... Uh, what's that? I remember the time. The, the scary song. <laughs> Thriller. Thriller? Oh. I remember when Thriller came out on MTV and mm -hmm. Pepsi sponsored it. But that was not the peak for me. I would say uh, young Michael Jackson... With his hair. That's for me. Just visually. Because he had a real face then. Mm. I want you back. Thank you. That was the fucking oh. perfect place of all time. That's actually my, not peak just for uh, Michael Jackson. That's my peak for the planet Earth. Whoa. That day, little Michael Jackson and Jackson 5. It never got any better. Since then, we've been rolling into shit. I might put together a boy band oh. with you guys doing yes, it. Yes, you Oh, I thought you were going to start like a dance-off again. I thought you were mm, telling yeah. us to go out there. Vito would play the part of young Michael Jackson. Of course. I'm the most charismatic, energetic person here. <laughs> Sounds it. homeless people. <laughs> fuck, fuck, I thought, yeah, he'd play Joe. You should just anything. sponsor me. Yeah, up. you should sponsor be Sponsor me Joe. in a bare-knuckle boxing league. Just... <laughs> well, Joe, Kennedy, Joe Jackson did a lot with those boys, though. That guy would be on a dollar bill right now. He, he, he should be on something. Beat them until they're fucking great. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Awful, awful father. That's why we have Beyonce. Hey, look at the product. Yeah, look they're at... Dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, everyone ends up dead. <laughs> Their I mean, faces are unrecognizable. Yeah. He outlived Jesus. Latoya so, carries on the legacy. You know, we have Latoya. Mm. She's one of my favorites, still. 
I like her because she's so real. Are we getting ready to wrap this one up, Fez? We are all set to wrap this one up. Uh, the auction for Jared's fandom the, from the Cleveland Browns that's on the iBang. You can go there right now. You have to bid over eight hundred dollars. Why, are you, kidding why me? are you doing this? What is this? He he, he, he gets I, someone to change their team. A Whoa. Cleveland fan will change their team if you give them eight hundred dollars. <laughs> it seems a little expensive to me. Unless and I I'm loyal, for that matter. Uh, if Jerry Jones was smart, he'd put up ten grand and buy the kid. <laughs> what am I saying? If Jerry Jones is smart, he's worth two billion dollars. He's doing okay. <laughs> I think he's he knows how to do marketing. Some stuff out. I watched it for a little That's it for us, Lou Reed. You two interns have been really, really great. Serious. Thank you. Thank and you. Next week, your Instagram TV show starts. I can't imagine. I, I think the nation's going to fall in love with you both. I think, Handsome Johnny, you just lost the star today. You didn't lose this a girl. You lost the star. I'm just going to try and win her back. I mean, that's all I can do. You were going to be beat hard. her up five minutes Matt. ago. <laughs> you have Matt? Yeah. We have each other. You wow. see? That this was really why. sweet. This is why. Yeah. Co-stars end up dating sometimes. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> that was much sweeter. Hutch. <laughs> you guys are great. Seriously, Vito. I can't even say. I would actually get emotional if I started talking about saying, because this isn't goodbye. This is just so long for now. We're going to get this stuff going. If you guys ever need anything, call us. But you guys have really had a great semester. Terrific kids. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be here. Uh, Thank you, Ron. Sure. Um, Chris, you're an awful person and terrible. Uh, Shelby, I'm embarrassed to look at you. And Fez, you're not an embarrassment to me so much as you are to your family. So we got that off the table. I know. So I say nice stuff to everybody in my own way. If you really want me to say something nice to you, you have to be getting on a plane. And then I'll go out of my way. I'll be here on Monday. Will you? Oh, fuck me. Because I ain't going to talk. That's part of my meeting with Tim. We figured out where we're doing that at? No. I might just go to Tim's house. No. What did you say? My, you rejected mine. And then I don't you, even know yours. I was just having I, fun I with it. it now. But I've never even heard of the place before. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No. You can go there. That's where you're going. Okay. I'll see you guys soon, all right? Johnny, good job today. Matt, you're the big winner. You go home with the refrigerator, washer, dryer. <laughs> good and I won both showcases. Yeah, you won both showcases today. <laughs> Not one being John, but that would be there later if I need. I think you're going to have that later. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. It's a rainy day, you know. I need comfort. You really gay it up on the show. <laughs> see you guys back here on Monday. Uh, that's the end of my show. Dog. Listening to the Ron and Fez show. It's now over, but don't worry, you can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand.